podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups.
Welcome back to another edition of the Missy A.E. Show. Tonight, we are blessed to have another one of those special nights where we have a couple. We have the person that was on the show and their spouse, and that is always so very interesting to hear the dynamics from that. I mean, we've we've done that with Andrew Savage and his wife Stephanie. We did it with Matt Bischoff and and Tessa. I, I did it two or three times with Jonathan Penner and Stacy before she passed away. God rest her soul. Um, and it's it's always very interesting for fans to not only hear from the player, but hear from the spouse what they went through during the, the casting process and while they were away and when they came home, how did everything get handled? Did they did they get told what happened? Were they warned? Because with Paul, um, he had quite a bit going on with, with, with the horrible weather and the health scare. I'm sure Connie was scared to death. When when she was watching it, if she didn't know how it turned out, so um, looking forward, they they have both been great friends. Paul Walker and his wife Connie are our guests tonight, and we are so glad to have you here, guys. Hey Jimmy, how you doing? Doing good, Paul. How are you doing? Oh, I'm better than average, brother, as usual. You know me. Always something yeah, going on in my life. <laughs> yeah, I do. How, how 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 did you like the uh, how did you like the opening song we did tonight? I was listening. I was like, "Holy shit, that's me!" Can I curse on here? <laughs> I said, "Hey, that's me." Yeah, that's I, awesome. I think I think in like the ten years we've been doing these podcasts, I think that's the first time ever that our guest was the one singing. The uh, opening song, but that was you with Haywire. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> and when we when, we when I when I got off the show, man, we had a lot of fans that would show up at our at our shows down there in Key West when we played, and it was really awesome because we I actually started opening our show, the lights would go down and I would play the theme that same Survivor theme to start yeah. and. That was awesome. It was really awesome. I'll t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you another one of my favorites that you guys did, Paul, was Rebel Yell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to get the band back together up here. We moved from the Keys. We're up in South Carolina now, so. When, okay. When that, All right. Yeah, we're, we're good. gonna. My hair's That'll about be good. back. That'll be good. If you can do that, let me know, and we'll and we'll help pimp you out a little bit. You got it, brother. Good, good. Um, you got Connie there with you? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Connie. How are you, Jim? <laughs> uh, Paul, I don't know how much you know about this, but throughout your season, I mean, most everybody usually knows that I know what happened. And uh, Connie and I developed a, a really good friendship. Um, watching the shows, talking about the shows, because she knew I understood what was going on, and uh, it, it was it was fun to talk to her 
for me to hear what she was thinking about what she was seeing. So, Connie, I'm glad we got you on here tonight. Okay. <laughs> well, she's just as big a fan as I am, and uh, it could have just as easily been her than to, to go on the show as me if it I think if it if it wasn't for the Gen X thing they were looking for, I think she could have uh, she'd be a great player. And you know that that's that's interesting to hear you say that, Paul, because when we had uh, uh, of course uh, Andrew Savage and his wife Stephanie on here, um, it turned out that Stephanie was actually the one applying, trying to get on the show, but they ended up you know, checking her out and everything, and they ended up seeing Andrew, and they were like, what about your husband? So Stephanie was the one really pushing to get on Survivor, but Andrew Savage ends up getting on the show instead of her. Oh, wow. Oddly enough, it was, you know, it it, it was odd for me, too, and I I think a lot of Survivor uh, cast members can relate to this. You know, I never applied. I never actually I was going to ask you job. about that. I wanted you to bring that up. Yeah, well, um, uh, what really happened was down in the Keys, uh, I used to, in Key West, I used to own a, uh, a charter fishing boat. Right. And, and what was going on was, you know, we were huge Survivor fans, but when Survivor took off, a lot of... Um, um, a lot of people were starting reality shows. You know, it was like tow truck wars. You name it. Everything was a reality show for about two years. Right. You know, right. clam diggers wars, and you <laughs> name it. And some yeah. of the bigger ones, Deadliest Catch and uh, Bike, uh, American Bike or whatever, uh, Orange County Choppers, that kind of thing, Those those really took off. But there were producers running around the country looking for the next best thing. And they ended up in the Keys and they ended up in Key West. And they heard about this big guy, me with the big hair and a singer <laughs> in a rock band. <clears throat> and they, they knew that I had this charter boat and that my kids were, my oldest son worked on the boat with me and, you know, we would take people fishing and they heard that we were treasure hunting on the side and, we were, but it wasn't like what they thought it was. You know, they, they, they think it's like, you know, like treasure hunting, treasure hunting. But uh, like you like Jacques Cousteau, that's not what it was. We were, we were like uh, treasure hunting tourist traps and things like that. So okay, they came down with, with a film crew and a lot of people. I mean, it was probably 20 people. And all the gear and all the goodies, and they took me and, like, four other boats and four other captains, and they tried to come up with this Treasure Warriors pilot, which they did for, I don't know, four or five weeks, I guess, we shot every scene you could think of up and down the Keys, driving all over the place, and uh, they they shot all this great footage, underwater footage, and um, the problem was... They were scripting it. They weren't scripting it, but they were trying to direct it. They would say, you know, Paul, yell at your son, or you know, you know, they they were after the drama. And yeah. what happened was, like, I kept telling them, I would go home and I'd be I'd be frustrated because I'd be I'd say, 
If they did it like they do it on Survivor and just let people do what they do, it would come across a lot better than this bullshit because this is just crap. You know, this was yeah. I I they were they were trying to do it like you see a you know anybody who's seen a if you're a fan of Survivor, take it from a player that it's the real deal. What you see on TV is real. You, and I and I know all of the survivors say this, but it's true. From the minute you step off the plane, your life changes. It's it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life and I've done some hard things. But yeah. When when we shot the pilot, uh I was probably the biggest complainer, you know, I just I just bitching and moaning because again, they were trying to direct it. And they just wanted more drama. You know, they wanted more blood, guts, screaming, yelling, vomit, whatever they could get. <laughs> and it turns out that one of the girls who was, there was there was probably four or five young 20s, uh, two guys and two gals who were basically running to get our, I guess they were uh, interns. They were getting like, our sandwiches, they would go get lunch, and they would do this, and they would do that. And yeah. you get to know these folks. And one of the gals, uh, Penny, turned out to be uh, left. Uh, uh, I'll cut to the chase. They, we finished the, 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 the show, and they cut the pilot, and nobody bought it. Okay, It never got picked up. So I forgot all about it. Well, she ended up going to work for SE, uh, uh, SEG Productions, Survivor Entertainment. Right. I know. I know. I know who you're talking about. I know who. Right. I know who Penny is. Yeah, and they're awesome people. Super awesome. And so they, I guess, you know, they were. That was when Survivor was going through their theme phase, where they had like every show was, uh, you know, either Millennials versus Gen X, or Heroes versus Villains, or you know, all these different themes they were doing, which they stopped doing again. But, um, yeah. So mine was, uh, which obviously you don't know what they're, what they're planning, but they had come up with millennials versus Gen X. And, uh, Jeff told me, he said, we needed the, we needed a guy and we needed the old guy, you know, and we needed this huge personality. And they said, then he said, I got a guy, but he's on the other side of the country. I mean, he's about as far away from California as we can get. And 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 he can be a jerk. You're gonna have to fly him out here, and he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna put up with much. And Probe Probe said that sounds like our guy, you know. So 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 she says, hey, they they want to see some kind of tape. So I made like a quick tape um, and sent it, and I said, listen, I'm not. You know, this is like three, four years, well, three years after we had done this pilot. So I was, you know, I was in my 50s, um, 53 or 54, 53, I guess I was. And well, when when you I, were on when when you were on the show, I think you were 52. Okay, so 52, and yeah. I had been watching the show since the first one, right? So, but I kind of felt I was. I was too old, and honestly, I didn't think I was ever going to get on anyway. I mean, once they go through, you have no idea the cattle prod you go through when you get on this show. You know, to get, yeah, to get, you know. So I told them that. I said, I'm not going to put up with all this bullshit, and you know, I'm not waiting on lines outside a mall with a bunch of teenagers. I'm not doing any of that. You can have it. 
And they said, no, 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 no. You're going to go to the head of the line, and we're going to fly you out when it's down to the, you know, the last The finals, yeah. And I said, okay. And they said, you'll definitely get interviewed. And I was like, okay, if you're going to do all that and you're going to pay for it, I'm cool. And and that's how it that's how it started. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I mean that's that's a that's another whole new route that anyone took to get on the show. Oh um, yeah, was because of something they did earlier that drew a little bit of attention, and all of a sudden. They're flying you out to the finals to have a sit down with Jeff Probst. Right, and you would, you would, you know, you're when you watch it on TV, and you're ignorant like me. Like I didn't watch every uh, thing online. I didn't, you know, I didn't know all the ins and outs and intricacies. You know, pay how you got paid, any of this stuff, right? And a lot of yeah. people do. I mean, they, they. And I, I think that because I was uh, so oblivious, like I knew the game and I knew how to play the game and I knew the ins and outs of the game um, and I wasn't afraid of any of that, but I wasn't as savvy as when you find out that you're meeting people that like wake up in the morning, they have nothing to do other than this. Exactly. they don't go to work. This is it. They, they're like, they're like, like I met a super fan once at a at a party in Hollywood, and people were like warning me about, hey, super fans, you know, look out for super fans. And I was like, hey man, that's kind of cool. I'm in a rock band. I like super fans. They're like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, so, sometimes, sometimes they can be, you know, pushy or whatever. I was like, ah, you know, I'm a yeah, they dude. they can, they but, can get a little crazy. <laughs> all right, Jim, let me tell you something. So I get off the show, and I go back to the keys, right? And the show airs, yeah. and everything's cool. And now remember, I'm in Key West, right? So I'm 90 miles from Cuba. I'm as far away from reality as you can live. And it's, it's very hard for people to find me. How they found my address, I have no idea. But a a <laughs> van full of people from Ohio drove <laughs> to my house. And on a Saturday morning... I got a knock on the door, and my wife said, there's somebody out here to see you. And I go, who? She goes, I have no idea. And there's a whole bunch of people standing out in my front yard, six people, that just wanted to meet me and take my picture. And, and wow. I, was like, I was like, oh, that's great. You know, how would you guys find out I live here? Oh, wow, you know, we're, we're mega fans. <laughs> we meet every single survivor. We meet and you would know. I mean, there's a couple of guys. You can see it if you look in the bios. You'll see pictures of the same people. I mean, guys would show up at my concerts. Yeah. People flew all over the country. And you go, man, yeah. you know, if you're not someone who's who's used to that, and I'm not a Hollywood guy, you know, <laughs> it's 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 it, it it it's not intimidating. It's a little mind-boggling to this day. I walk yeah, it's into, different. Uh, it's different. I walk in somewhere, and somebody will go, "Hey, are you that guy?" You know, and I go, "I don't know." If you got a warrant, I I don't know. You know, am I that guy? Or not? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, point. I mean, 
in fairness to the fans, you were a big character. I mean, yeah. you were a big guy, and on your season, you were the oldest guy, and you and you had the you had the long hair, and right. if they researched you at all, they knew you were in the band. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are a easy. lot of fans were like, "We like this guy. This is what the, we the like." Best, the best part about it was, is uh, you know. I never met a, a, a bad fan. They were always the nicest, most courteous people. They were fun. They they had stuff. They had pictures of me. One guy made me a doll. Like, and so, you know, you go, oh, thank you, you know. Hey, would you sign yeah. me? Yeah, sure, you know. You, so, but I, I, I was never, I never felt like uh, anybody was uh, um, not, they, you just understood they were, Totally, they were into it more than I was. They were right. really, especially the younger ones, super into it. You know, so yeah. and, and I'll tell you something funny. But talk about intimidation. I, yes, I'm a big guy. I'm not Jonathan big, but I'm a big guy, and I've always been a big guy. And the big hair and the scary face or whatever it is. But <laughs> when I went when I went down when I was at the hotel for the last. Uh, you do like eight days of the final of the finals, right? So we're at the Hollywood yeah. Hotel, and basically what happens is, you know, surprises to me. I had no idea that number one, you're one hundred percent sequestered. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like yeah. And I, I I like to talk. Like most survivors, were great storytellers. Those are the people that they're looking for. People that can tell a great story. And, you know, Probst is the same way. They want that. But you take 100 people that are like that and put them in a hotel where they can't talk to each other. Yeah. And they call it, they call it lockdown. You can't talk to anybody. So, and, and the reason, I, I didn't understand it at first, but the reason is they don't want anything, relationships, any of that, off camera. They want it on camera, you know. Yeah. If I meet... If I meet Jim Early, and I don't know he's Jim Early, and we don't like each other, they want it on camera. They don't want it. Exactly. They don't want exactly. it in, a, in an elevator in a hotel before the show starts. They want it all. So it's yeah. really hard to be quiet. Literally, <laughs> shut up. Whole, I mean, when you go to the Ponderosa, shut up. Everything is shut up, shut up, shut up. Lockdown, lockdown. I was like, and it's always these young little rats kids that are telling me to shut up, a little producer running around, and I'm like, I'm like, you're only going to tell me to shut up one more time, you know? So. Yeah, and, and the thing about it, Paul, um, when you're out there for, for finals that week, the yeah. only kind of communication you can have with other people you may see around the hotel is just your eye contact. That I mean, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you're you're not. There is no around the hotel. You're in your room. You come out for interviews. You come out for exercise, which is monitored. You have a handler. Mine was Penny. She was there the whole time. Right. And you know she would call me, come get me, and say, "Hey, you got to go to this and do an interview." And it, it's basically stages. And and again, my ignorance. I didn't realize that. Number one, you don't know who the handlers are and you don't know who the potential contestants are. 
All you know is yeah. that in the morning when you went down to the restaurant for breakfast, every table was slammed full of people, right? So the place is packed and no one's talking. The next day you come down and the place is kind of packed. The next day you come down and there's only three people at each table. The next day you come down there's one person at each table. The next day there's only you know, 20 tables full of 100 tables, and you go, oh, crap. I, you know, now I get it. They're sending people home. I had no idea. Right, right. I had no idea. Some people literally get off the plane, and they turn them around, and they send them home. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes, Paul, sometimes they tell them, you're not a fit for this season, but we will call you back. Right. And and if that ever if for people listening, if you apply and you get that far and they tell you that Yeah, don't give up. Don't ignore it because it's true because I know quite a few of survivors who did end up getting on after they were turned down for another season. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and they they you know, with the Gen X, uh, I think that if I hadn't have got on that one, something else would have come up and they would have put me in there. Because they asked me after that, they talked to me about um, um, what was it? Amazing Race. They talked to me about that show too when I went after Survivor. So yeah, you know, it was, uh, what what did uh, what did they talk about Amazing Race? You and Connie, or you and some other Survivor? No, they. they uh, they they had same thing. Somebody from CBS called and they said they had a uh, they were doing like a veteran thing, and they okay. were you know they were thinking about it. it. I guess it never materialized. Chris and Brett were going on it, and so I guess they were looking the same thing for an older guy or whatever. And um, you know, but that is you know Survivor is like three months you're away. Uh, yeah, Amazing Race can be like twice that. And and I wasn't, you know, I had heard Jody and everybody had that Jody was on Amazing Race, and she told yeah, me. Yeah, I know it. Jody. I know Jody. She, she said it was brutal, brutal. Yeah, she did. And yeah, that's you know, that's why she never. That's why Jody never tried to get into anything else. She just right. went into casting. She said, "I'm right. I'm going to go behind the scenes, and I'm She's going into casting. I, I I'm I'm off TV." Yeah, she told me the same thing. She said, I don't know how you, why you'd want to do this or how you yeah. would, you know, how, how you guys do this. Because from step one, you know, like from the, from the initial step of Survivor, you really have to want to get on the show. You, you know, because yeah. they tell you that you go, most normal people would go, I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, I and then and then you go, you know, you look at a contract or whatever, and you go, eh, do I really want to do this? But <laughs> if you really want to be on the show, and you and you've studied the show, uh, then you then you go. But like, well, people don't tell you that uh having to be quiet was a real challenge for me and it was a challenge for other people. I, I don't like being quiet yeah. when I I like being friendly and meeting a lot of people. So when right, we got to the right. show I was like 
when we finally said go and you could talk to each other when we hit the beach, it was like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you just crazy. brought up an interesting point where I want to shift over to Connie. Yeah. Um, Paul just mentioned how hard it is to keep something secret like that. You want to talk, you want to talk. So, Connie, when he, yeah. I mean, take take me through the whole thing. Take me through him applying and you sitting there trying to see if your husband's going to be leaving you for about three months, and <laughs> take take me back to when he came home. Um, did he fill you in on some of the the worst stuff you might see, so you, it wouldn't scare you when you saw it? Well, yes, that of course he did, <laughs> um, but. At the beginning, when we, he was getting ready to go on the show, we did we had to do some like Zoom calls and do like interviews there, and and then that's when they sent us this huge pack of applications and forms to fill out, and I've never seen so much paperwork. Because you out. never really know if you're on the show, even when you get there. When you get on the first of all, you don't know where you're going. You know, it's not like they tell you, hey, we're going to Fiji and we're doing a Millennials for Gen X. That's not what they say. They don't say anything. You, you, you look and you're on Fiji Airlines. So it's, it was so hard for us to communicate because she didn't know either. You know, you didn't know. You really felt like at the last minute they could cut you at any time. Once right. you found out that he was going and he... Um, went to California. The first night that he got there to the hotel, you know, he called and said he was there, got there. But then the next day, he says, I have to turn my phone in because there was a leak or something. So at that point, I didn't know anything that was going on because he couldn't call right. and say how things were going and what he, yeah. you know, if he was getting as far along as the process as he could. And then he came home, and it's like, well, I don't really know if I'm going or not. <laughs> we were just kind of in the there for a while. And then we got the call that says, you know, pack your bag, we're coming to get you in the morning. And it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> and then he left. And that well, was the last time I him for three months. Okay. He could, Let me ask you this. He, Let me ask you this, Connie, because I know from – from talking to a lot of other survivors, and you never know season to season if they're going to do the uh, family visit or not. Right. Um, but if they do, whoever the family member is, they have to go get their shots and stuff so they're ready right. to go out of the country. Did you have to do that? I did. Um, when I, I got one call that said that we're getting things together for a family visit. I need you to go have these shots done. Like, whoa, we must be getting along, you know, getting further along in the show. So, yeah, yeah I had my first round of shots done, and then a couple weeks later they said, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen this time. <laughs> yeah, so I and, and, <laughs> and I, I can tell you, I can tell you from experience, Connie, um, 
I've talked to other spouses that went through the same thing, and they knew when they got told that, oh, my God, he didn't win. He's out of the game. So right. I mean, when when they tell know. you when they tell you that, all you're hoping is nothing happened and he's going to get home healthy. Right. Or did he make it to the merge, but not to the family part of the merge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty confident I was going to the end until Jessica threw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, all right. I'm I'm going to ask a couple more questions from you, Paul, and then I'm, I'm going to let some callers ask some questions. But two things I want to really cover with you was the weather and your health. So yeah. talk to me about that cyclone that came, and they're going to give you tarps, and that's not enough, and then it's like we got to evacuate them and get them out of here. Right. Tell me how all of that went down. Well, like I said in the beginning, as you probably heard from other, you know, people that have been on the show, it's real. What you see is really what you get. And um if, you know, when we first got to the island and then we went through the beginning, you know, the uh, the opening and we each went to our tribes and uh, we each went to our camps and built our camp. The weather was uh, oppressingly hot, 102 degrees, uh, 100% humidity. Uh, even even the uh, you know the most uh, uh, how do I put it? Anyway, the, the, even the shyest people out there were in their underwear within 20 minutes, and mm. we had. Um, Wicked storms. It, you know, everybody was great. We were trying to get our fire going, but it had rained for like 10 days straight before we got there. So everything was soaked. Then we got the, then we went through a bunch of cyclones, not, not totally like the, like tropical storms in the middle of the night. And we went through four days straight of 18 hour rain days. I mean, just 18 hours of driving, heavy, heavy rain. And we wow. still hadn't seen anybody. We hadn't seen probes. We hadn't seen anybody in, since the first day. And all of a sudden, he shows up on the beach, and he comes running up the hill. And I'm like, uh-oh, this isn't good. And he goes, listen, <laughs> listen, the camera's like, this wasn't for the cameras. He was like, we got to get you guys out of here now. And, um, you know, there's a really bad storm headed this way. And so on and so forth, and we're going to evacuate you. We've never done this before, so bear with us. Now, remember, yeah. we are um, 45 minutes to an hour boat ride away from where we have to go, and the wind is blowing 40 knots, and we're in 20-foot yeah, boats. Yeah, and you, you got you to ride that boat through that weather? First, you gotta, first you got to ride the small boat out to the boat. You know, these guys, are the, the boat handlers, remember, I'm in the boat business, so the boat handlers are trying to back these boats up to the beach, and we're trying to get on. And Jess, is when she, this is when she got sandblasted. Her eyes got so blasted, it was so bad because the sand was coming off the beach so bad. And, um, you know, now remember, we're starving, we're exhausted, we haven't had a fire, every no one slept. 
And we're soaked through, and you have to have all your gear, and they put me in the, you know, these, like, surfer clothes. I had this big, heavy sweatshirt and stuff I had to wear. And, uh, you know, that's the stuff you don't, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't get to see is just trying to get yeah. people on. Chris is holding one side of the boat. I'm holding the other side of the boat, and the boat's going up and down five feet. And we're trying to get wow. people on the boat. And the waves are just crashing over this boat. And then we'd get, like, six people on. That boat would take off. Yeah, they'd bring the next boat in and, you know, try to get the rest of them. And then they got camera crews and everybody else, uh, you know, doing this. So just just getting there. And then when you get on the boats, again, because you can't know where you are, what time it is, anything, you, you get put down in this little tiny cabin, which is about as big as a, a very, 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 very small bathroom. Right? It's like four feet by five feet with a little V seat in it, and there's six of us in there, eight of us in there. And they close the cabin, and they, they take you, you know, you just pound through the waves until you get to where you're going. I forgot what season it was, but the, the guy that got his back hurt so bad and he had to get off the show, I forgot what his name was. Um, remember, he was on the beach. It was like season... Uh, 37 or 38, and he was right at the beginning of the show, and he hurt his back so uh, bad. Pat Kuzak. Pat Kuzak. That yeah, was how yeah. that happened. He, he was in one of those boats, and it happened. Yeah, you know, hurt his back. Yeah, he hurt his back. Right, because, I mean, he, those those things were, they were so brutal. I, I was dreading them. And yet, you know, tribal council, you got to get in one at night, and you got to walk all the way down these beaches at night, and, you know, in the dark, and... Uh, and then kind of you had to walk across the reef. Oh, my goodness. Probably wow. two, that, 300 that, yards. That, uh, I mean, I mean, Paul, you're, I mean, you're like me. You're a big guy. and Yeah. But still, going through that had to be a little bit scary. Oh, no, it's definitely scary. I mean, it, and it's not only scary. I, you know, I'm, I'm a boat captain. I've been doing this all my life. So it's not only scary as the oldest father figure there you felt obligated to help uh you know i'm helping sunday i'm helping jess i'm helping you know everybody's trying to help uh because you really do feel like you're in a situation that is life-threatening it's not like jeff's out there and everybody's he's he's away somewhere (laughs) yeah i mean it's kind of it's kind of paul it was kind of like the game went on pause and now oh, it's real life, and we need to get right. somewhere to be safe. And it, that's exactly exactly what it was like. And until we got to, they put us all in. We don't know really know where we were. Honestly, <laughs> you, you have no idea where you are. But they put the. It was really cool. It was this massive condo, like a concrete bunker, and they covered that's up. That's what all I heard. Years. That's what I heard. They covered. All the mirrors, they took all the furniture out. They took everything out of the thing. There was nothing in there, nothing, except um, there was like five or six pieces of cardboard and burlap on the floor, on the concrete floor. You've got uh, a cup, and when I say a cup, I'm talking two tablespoons of cooked rice and a bottle of water. And that was it, brother. And, and, and you, weren't to, you weren't allowed to talk to each other. No cameras in there. All right. All right, let me ask you this, Paul. Was 
were both tribes there, but you could yes. not communicate with each other? We weren't in the same room. We were side by side. Like, we could see them getting into boats. They could see us getting into boats. They kept okay. us separate. Okay. Yeah, so okay. the NX crowd wow. and the millennial were separated the entire time in two separate rooms in the same, I don't know what it was, some kind of condo, uh, you know, some kind of resort that they had that they had converted. And, yeah. And then when we got back to the... To the camp, you know, uh, it was wrecked. It was com- if we'd have stayed another night, somebody would have been yeah. really bad. Yeah, they they did really the right bad. thing. They yeah, oh, they did the right definitely. thing. Yeah, so right. so I, so I, you I, basically you stayed there one night and then went back. Yeah, yeah. It okay. was just like, and of course, you know, cyclone is like a is like a hurricane, and so the next morning. It's back to 150 billion degrees and bluebird skies and the sun's out. And now we're trying to make a fire with all this wet, I mean wet. Brother, you don't have no idea. You know, I practiced on everything to make a fire like everybody did. And yeah. I made a fire at the beach. And I made the mistake of giving it to Ken. And it didn't survive the run up to the... I took my reading glasses and I broke them. And I folded them over, and I started the fire. I made a, you know, a, a magnifying glass. All right, all right. And then to answer your other question, what happened to me in the middle of the game there, that was at like day, uh, I guess it was like day eight or day ten. <clears throat> um, we had gone through a challenge. We had lost our first challenge. We went to tribal. We got rid of... Um, um, Rachel. Rachel was the first one, and right. then then we we won our second challenge, but again, no food, really badly dehydrated. I had abdominal backup bad. I hadn't been to the bathroom in like a week and a half since since like a week, about like four or five days before the game started. When you're going to survival school, I hadn't gone. So I was mm. I was not feeling well at all, and but I was you know it's survivor suck it up you know you just push through it yeah and I laid down for a few minutes and Chris came over he goes you okay and I go yeah yeah I'm okay I'm just I'm just I don't feel right and he goes yeah just just stay right here we'll we'll take care and I got up and I went to go walk down to the beach and I got right to the edge of the thing and I fell flat on my face. And I was just wow. And I immediately I, I I blacked out for like one I don't know how long I was out. And somebody came running over to me. Uh, one of the girls came running over, and I rolled over on my back and I was Charlie horsing my legs. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't like bend my knees. My abs were were uh, Charlie horsing. I, I was just I was never in so much pain in my life. I swear everything was lit off at the same time. And I just remembered Chris was a football player, so yeah. he would know. Yeah, Oklahoma. And I was, I was, a, I was an ENT in the Coast Guard, so I know what dehydration looks like. But I had never experienced heat stroke, so I think what was really happening was because it happened to me after I got out of the game. It happened to me again, and what happened, I think, was when you get that dehydrated, 
and you really get down, your organs start shutting down. Your body goes into survival mode, and it starts sacrificing everything else. You know, your internal temperature at 106 degrees starts eating itself. So right. I was cooking and laying there, and I know, I, you know, I know it was bad because as soon as Joe came up, they started filling my water bottle full of electrolytes. Because all you get is water, right? And yeah. they started, he started ripping open these packets and he said, drink this. I said, I can't drink anything. He said, drink it. And I'd throw up and I'd drink some and I'd throw up. And before you knew it, all of a sudden, man, I was like, howdy doody, I am back. And I was <laughs> kind of, it, 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 it takes hours. You know, they wouldn't let yeah. me do anything, you know. And all I kept saying is, don't take me out. Don't take me out. I'm okay. Don't take me out. And right. yeah, luckily, okay. next, what's that? I was going to say, I, I, I understand, I understand what you're talking about, Paul, because there are two to three times a year I go through dehydration, but I'm not out like you were on a deserted island trying to play Survivor. I can right. go and start drinking water, and I'll be okay in a day or two. Right. Well, you know, you've got all the, you know, you've got the show, your family, all this stuff's in your head, and and you're already beaten down by the weather, and now you're dehydrated and you're sick, so you don't want to look come across as weak, you know. But it, it's kind right. of like it's like you've seen those movies where somebody gets paralyzed. And they kind of look like they're dead, but they could feel everything. That's what it was like. It was like laying there. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew kind of like what was going on, but but all I all I really remember from that is Joe kneeling next to me and like five cameras at my feet looking at my face like <laughs> over and over and over, and they're asking me questions. And he's like, right, We're right. Because they're back. they're trying like, they're trying to film it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm like, well, see, I, I'm I can like, I can tell you I can tell you from knowing Dara Johnson when she played. Um, yeah. She got down so weak. They offered to give her, um, an IV to right. to try to build her back up, and she turned it down because she said, if I do that. They're going to think I'm weak, so I don't want that. All right. Well, I can tell you that. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask. But, yeah, I, I know, you, I know uh, Paul, I know who you're talking about. Chris, Chris is a great guy. He's a he's super guy. Oh, we're great. We're um, still great friends. And um, uh, Brett and I are great friends. They used to come down and see me in Key West all the time. Super people. Great people. Sunday was a wonderful, wonderful person. Love her to death, and we used to talk all the time. And uh, oh my God, yes, yeah, I yeah, knew Sunday too. When she got, I knew when Sunday she got too. Sick, you know, we 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 but we did everything. Chris, we could, uh, Chris and Brett, both great guys. Oh yeah, you know the, I mean, you had really, you, you had a you had a really good cast. I I can't say a bad word about anybody, honestly. You know the about the only thing. You know, when you're at when you've watched Survivors since the beginning, I thought, again, not not knowing the intricacies of the game side of it, um, 
when that was like the the survivor that I stepped into was not the survivor I I thought I was playing. I thought you went there and immediately like let's all get together and build a shelter and survive. And Dave was like, "No, nah, I'm going to play a game. I'm not surviving. I can care what you guys do." So, <laughs> he, you know, Dave, Dirty Dave played that card of, you know, help me, I'm the poor lost lamb, and I fell right into it. I was like, "Yeah, I can do whatever you need, buddy. Let me know what. A, what can I help you with?" You know, and, and I'm not even thinking about idol. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about how we're going to survive tonight. You know, and the millennials. They're they're like having coffee on the beach. They're they're like they didn't care about it. <laughs> they they yeah. didn't even try to build the shelter. So it was uh, <laughs> just crazy. Okay, crazy. Uh, Connie, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna come back to you now. Okay. And after 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 I talk to you, we're gonna get to some questions from fans. So Great. hang in there, fans. I'm I'm getting to you. But Connie, I want to know when you're watching this at home. And that's your husband, and you're watching him go through that, even though you know he's home and he's okay. That still had to be kind of scary. It was very scary because I never knew how far along he had gotten as far as uh, being that sick. Because I I was never called could say, listen, this is what happened to Paul, but he's fine, he's doing it, you know, he's much better and all that stuff. I didn't know until Paul was on the plane coming home. Right. And he told me, we're going to see something on there that's probably going to scare you, but everything's okay. And then when it happened, it's like, oh my gosh, it was it was a lot worse <laughs> than I thought it was. Well, it was also edited for drama, too, you know. I mean, they took probably the worst of it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm sure... Fun. I'm I'm sure you tried to prepare her and warn her, but when a wife sees that, they're going to be like, uh, uh, especially with how they edited it, they're going to be like, yeah. oh, my God, baby. Oh, my God. Right, right. Why didn't somebody actually call me? <laughs> we had a, we were at a, we, you know, everybody, every survivor uses their 15 minutes of fame to raise money for charity, I hope. And my mine was for the SPCA for animals in the Keys. We were trying to build a new shelter for animals. So we were at this big fundraiser when this came on. So here I am standing at a at a, a bar. We had a, this big giant bar, and there's a couple of hundred people there. And there's a lady. I have a microphone, and I'm kind of narrating the show. It was it was a watch party, you know. I'm kind of saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm like filling in some blanks for some people. A lot of big fans there, stuff. So. And a lady actually came up to me and she goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, that, you know, like I'm standing right here. Like, <laughs> and she's like, wow, that was, that was really intense. Are you all right? And I'm like, you know, that was like six months ago, right? You know, or, or a year ago, right? I mean, it's it just, it's funny what happens to people like, when they see it, you know. And I, I'll tell you what, I, I have the disc for season 33, a CD. I still haven't watched it. I have yet wow. to watch this on the show. Yeah. It was, it was okay. a life-changing experience. All right. Um, we're going we're gonna to get a couple of uh, questions in from fans now. 
Teresa, Teresa, I know you're out there. Do you have a question for Paul or Connie or maybe for both? Well, I do have one a small question. Let's just say oh. I'm like one of these what if people. Uh, what if you had made it to the jury out of uh, Hannah, Adam, and uh, Ken? Who would you have voted for to win? Um, it wouldn't have been Ken. Um, I think David made it to it, didn't he? Mm-mm. Who made it to the end? Adam, Hannah, and Ken. It would have been. It would have been Hannah. It would have been. I vote. I would have voted for Hannah. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I would have. I would have voted for Hannah. You got to understand that I was voted out. I was a third person voted out, so it's it's hard to see the end of the. You didn't get to see a lot of the bantering. You know, I was back at the Ponderosa by then. Of course. And Elian, that's right. You said you didn't. Wa- you never watched the actual uh, season. I I had enough. I mean, I've seen episodes up until I got kicked out because I was doing the, I was doing the parties, I was doing the fundraisers. But after that, I really didn't. Uh, I, I watch all the seasons. I just don't watch mine. It's kind of weird when you watch yourself on. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Paul, let me ask you. Let me ask you something that that uh, I just thought of, and uh, it kind of always interests fans. Did uh, did the pre-jury have a trip anywhere? Did you guys go anywhere? Oh yeah, <laughs> I had. A, <laughs> we went. We went. Uh, we went to uh, Australia. Uh, first, we went to Brisbane, Australia. And we stayed there for two weeks, and then we went to Cairns, and we stayed there for two weeks. Wow! And, oh, it was awesome. I mean, oh, that you know, was you know, cool. Uh, oh no, <laughs> I mean, it was great because we had we had Jody with us, and if you know Jody, uh, I know Jody. Jody. <laughs> okay, but Jody uh, likes nice things, so uh, I don't know how she got away with the budgeting, but we would like walk into. <laughs> But we would walk into the hotel that Survivor gave us, and Judy, Jody would say, "Oh no, we're not doing this." And within an hour, within an hour, we were booked in some really fancy place. <laughs> yeah, Jody's you, good. She's good. Yeah, she. I, 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 wish she I wish she was still there, but she's not. But she was. She right. was really good. And but I, Paul was. The only male out of the pre-jury that was voted out. It was really weird. He got his own room for everything. And, and was, <laughs> you know, all these girls, they all wanted to do their manicures and pedicures. And all the impulse like, mm, no, um, I'm going to go do something. Me and, but me and Mari would go fishing. <laughs> I, would, I would rent a charter boat, and then Mari and I would go fishing. Because all the girls wanted to go do, like, you know, they wanted to go like exercise swings and like climb a mountain, and I was like, I don't want to do any of that. I'm tired, man. I want to. <laughs> I want to let's go fishing and drink a beer. And Mari was like, I'm yeah. going in. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know. I know you, time. Paul. 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 You wanted. 
you wanted to be back around the water doing something. Heck yeah! I tell you what, I sang I sang for two bands in Australia. They had rock bands up there. Like yeah. when we would go to these clubs that have really kick-ass rock bands, and I'd walk up to the stage doing you know, my big hair, and they, and they they just assumed that I was some rock star from the states, so they let me get on the stage and I'd sing songs. <laughs> and and Mike and Jody were like, "You can't be up there. We can't make a." Oh my like, God! I, I wish I I wish I had video of that. That would be so cool. <laughs> I wish I did. That would be we so cool. Time. We had a great time. <laughs> Ate some great food. Never cook kangaroo inside, by the way. Lesson wow. number one about Australia. Never cook kangaroo indoors. Only outdoors. Wow. I'm surprised um, they didn't just keep you guys at DG. No, no, they don't. Uh, they, they couldn't keep us near the jury because um, for whatever reason. I, I was just as surprised. As, every time they did something, I was pretty surprised. Like, wow, I had no idea. Like, all those forms I filled out when I got on the boat to head back and I had just gotten voted out, uh, and I was in total shock because I didn't think, I just, I was feeling great. Everything was beautiful. You know, the weather was better. I was like, man, I'm going to go far in this game, and then I got voted out. And I got blindsided then. But they had all my little favorite foods on the boat, like they handed me a, a frozen Snickers bar, and when I got to the <laughs> Ponderosa, I had a steak waiting for me. I was, it was great. I mean, it was, it was like, and everybody was really, all the people that were like, shut up, you can't talk. They were all like, hey, Paul, it's great to have you back. I was like, oh, now you want to talk to me. <laughs> now that I'm out. <laughs> I think probably we got, we got, we've got another first... caller on here. we got another caller right, on no. here. Kansas. Kansas, you got a question for Paul, Connie, or both of them? I just want to say first, you know, hi, Paul and Connie, and thank you for joining us. And I've really been enjoying listening, you know, to everything that went down, that both of you went through, just not you, Paul. I mean, Connie went through a lot of crap with this, too. It's just it's mind-boggling, all of this stuff. Very interesting, though, and some not so good. I mean, you know, God bless you, because you yeah. went through a lot of crap. People don't realize that that you know what what my bride had to go through. We've been mm-hmm. together thirty. They 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 really don't appreciate uh, what it's like to be left left. You know, we 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 are never apart ever. We are never apart. Everything we do, right. we've always done together. We don't. We just we're just never apart. We fish together, hunt together. You know, when I'm in the band, she's there. When, everything. So to, to separate yeah. us like that was was really really hard on her, and it was hard on of me. Of course. Oh, I understand because exactly, you know, the same in my situation. I really related to you, Paul, when you came on the show. The long-haired rocker and my husband yeah. and I so are long-time rockers, just like Jim. <laughs> so, I mean, I related. To, and and then your rockers, love of animals. Man. I love that you do benefits for animals. Because, once again, my husband and myself also, you know, we donate all the time and we're big animal lovers. So I, I really appreciate it. But I really can relate to Connie because I would have yeah. a hell of a time. And, and then her finding out everything that you went through and how sick you got, I mean, Girlfriend, yeah. I would yeah. I would be a mess. 
Well, the, and Kansas, Kansas—that's that, Kansas, one of the things. Kansas—that's one of the things that I enjoyed that really bonded me with Connie, and eventually bonded me with Paul. Was I understood what she went through, and she yeah. knew that I knew what she went through, and we would talk. Oh my God! Every day, every other day. When when the yeah. show was airing, right. and she knew that I understood what she was going through, and we uh. became really good friends. And then, of course, me and Paul became good friends. And right. it's really, I mean, this is a part of the 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 show that fans don't get to see or understand right. is right. what happens. With the family, the spouse, the family. Yeah, right. Connie having to get all of those damn shots behind. for nothing. I mean, that sucks, right. Connie. That's uh, terrible what does. they put you through. That's awful. There, yeah. there, there yeah. are some like we were we were sitting in a diner one day, and oh, the waitress, uh, uh, the server. Sorry, I'm not allowed to say waitress. The server um, came up came up to the table, and she's like. Oh, you're Paul from Survivor. I was like, Oh, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet. You. Can I have your picture? Yeah, sure. You know, I stand up and do the thing. Absolutely no problem. You know, my kids are used to it. My wife, everybody's used to it, right? And she goes, You know, that was just anxiety you went through. You weren't really sick. What? And, and I looked, <laughs> right? What? This is people. This is what happened when you put yourself. Out I bet there, they like, didn't get a tip. <laughs> you know, and she, she, seriously, she like that. And I and I said, I said, have you been on the show? Yeah, and she really. Said, no, no, but she said, no, but I, I've met people before. I said, until you've gone on the show, it's so hard to tell people that the show's real. They just don't believe you. They really don't believe that right. it's real. And I don't think you'll find a survivor. Um, that would ever tell you from the person who's voted out first to the person who makes it and wins the show that'll tell you that, oh, yeah, it's just scripted stuff, and we go back to a hotel room and sit in the air conditioning, and then we put our dirty shirts on the next day. I mean, it's just, yeah. I came I came home with stuff living in my leg. Wow. Right. Oh, right. man. I mean, That's true, was, Paul. And, Paul, I can, I can tell you, from some females I know that return yeah. home, and they had to deal with hair falling out. Right. Right. I mean, we it's real. It's 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 legit. It's real. Yeah, a lot of people got sick. You think you really? You know, people think because they're a good like me. You're a good swimmer. You're this. You're that. You know, you're in good shape. You can do all these great things. That has nothing to do with it. Absolute. I've seen the biggest, baddest guys out there. Chris, you know, we'd sit together, you know, and he was just, right. just, you know, day one, easy. Day two, easy. Day three, not so easy. Day four, mm, starting to suck. Day five, what am I doing here? <laughs> and you kind of, you see every show, every season, it's always right in the beginning. You know, people within the first week, you find out, wow. You know, they they finally realize you're really out here on your own. The cameramen yeah. don't talk to you. You're really on your own, and, and and now you've got to play this mental game 
where, where you have to lie to people, and most of us don't naturally do that. You know, you, right, it's not right. natural to look at somebody and say, oh, yeah, Jim, I mailed you a check for hundred grand. You know, I mailed it to you. And Jim's yeah. like, thanks, Paul, appreciate it. And I hang up the phone, and I go, man, I, I really didn't mail a check for 100000 but oh, well, you know. And that's what it's doing. You're looking at people as friends. And, and then saying, you're starving on top of all of that, too. Yeah, you mix in, you mix in all that. I mean, they, they came up with and, a great... And, and the other thing, Kansas, was the weather that they went through. Oh, I know. Oh, that was crazy, that whole story. Was, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they, they really got dealt a very bad hand. Yeah, very from the much start so. With that weather. It was brutal. It was how Jessica survived, I don't know, because what you see on TV was nothing like living it. You know, <laughs> trying trying to sleep on yeah. bamboo. Uh, BambooSucks.com, by the way. Bamboo. Well, I, I uh, mean, I mean, Paul, when it gets so bad, Jeff has to show up, and they yeah. don't even film it, and he tells you we're finna get you, we're finna get you out of here because of the weather. Yeah. We're gonna evacuate you. That's bad. That's bad. You know that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, really. And even where they put us, listening to that storm all night, holy moly. I was like, you know, you can't sleep. You can't. There's nothing to eat. uh, It's, you know, it. it's just not what people think. You really do start (laughs) questioning whether or not you're going to, you know, you're in good hands. Like, yeah. it's not like you don't. It's not like you don't feel safe. It's just like you kind of look at it and go, "Wow, is this is this really? Am I okay? I mean, is this going to be okay?" Yeah, kind of, kind of in the back of your mind, Paul. In the back of your mind, you're thinking it's a TV show. They're not going to let nothing really serious happen to me. But when right. you're out there and this is happening, you're thinking, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you start you start signing all that stuff. My lawyer was like, "You sure you want to do this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I want exactly." To do this. What, what did I what did I sign? Did I sign what? Oh god. Oh my God, Connie! Connie, when you Connie, when you were watching the cyclone stuff, yeah, yeah, but you you that. knew you knew he survived. You knew he was home, sitting with you by the couch, and you were watching. Right. But you were watching the cyclone stuff. It's still, even though you know he's home with you, safe. It still had to be scary. Yes. It, um, going through a storm on the water is very, very scary. Paul and I have done that. We got caught in a storm out on um, in the ocean in Key West. And it, I didn't know if we were going to make it out of, you know, out of the water and out the boat alive. We were wow. <laughs> putting life jackets on and... And I could just imagine him trying to get onto this boat in a small boat in the middle of the storm with these other people and in the middle of the night trying to get out 
away from the storm. It just it. And don't forget, you're in Fiji, right? So even well, though survivors, yeah, even crazy. though survivors, massive enterprise, Fiji is not. The the substructure in Fiji is minimal. Okay, mm-hmm. so the 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 the, the hospitals and everything like this, you, you really start, when you fly into that place, you go, wow, you know, this is not, this is not Sandals Resort we're going to. This is bad. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. There was no swimming pools where we were. <laughs> yeah. After the storm had yeah. gone, just thank God that they weren't there because trees were right. falling had fallen everywhere, especially on top of the shelter that they had. Right where I slept, too. That big damn tree fell right where I slept. And I was wow. Like, I <laughs> He's like, man, dude, that one would have got you. I was like, this is crazy. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> then, what did I sign up for here? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're like, you're like, man, that was, that was my oh, bed. Next thing you hear is, "Come on in, guys! You got to pick up these hundred-pound bags of coconuts and run across the two by four. I was like, "Yeah, not today." <laughs> yeah, and and then Paul, Paul, after the damage is done, you guys have to go and rebuild everything. Oh God, man! Yeah. I mean, uh, that gets really old because it takes a long time, and wow. you know the the older. Uh, some of us were more energetic than others, and you know some. And it's, it's just like any survivor. There's some people that were helping and working, and some people that were going to find idols and do this and do that or whatever yeah. they were doing. Or, you know, they were they were in 100% game mode. Like Dave, Dave was in 100% game mode all the time. You know, 24/7. He didn't even sleep under the shelter with us. He slept at me and Brett's feet. You know. Wow. Yeah, I slept uh, next to Sunday. Brett slept next to me. Chris slept next to Brett, and then the girls went the other way. So, uh, I mean, but I mean, nobody slept. You're lucky if it wasn't driving rain and you got two hours of sleep because they have infrared cameras all night. So there's these oh. giant red lights on all night, you know, that are in the in the so they can see if you sneak out. Yeah, Paul. One thing uh, Jonathan Jonathan Penner told me was if uh, one of the things he looked at was who slept next to who at night, because he said if they're sleeping next to each other, they're probably together. Did you see that as being true? Um, no, I, I didn't see that. Uh, you know, the Gen X, the Gen X crowd was uh, mature. Everybody on there was mature. We didn't have um, uh, immaturity. We had different levels of knowledge between people, but... Yeah, You know, we had Hollywood people from California who were just like, you know, happy-go-lucky. And then we had like the East Coast people that were like hardcore work hard, you know, uh, get swim gear, you know, go fishing all day, this and that. And, uh, you know, 
And then you had the gamers. And the gamers, I mean, that's what Survivor's about the gamers now. I mean, that's what it's really about. You know, guys like me are dinosaurs in today's game. That game starts before they hit the beat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Different game now. Completely different. And they don't have enough yeah. time to do it. They got a, such a shorter time, you know, to to weed out the rats. It's, it's not easy to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, I'm I'm going to go to Steve, who is my producer on these podcasts. Steve, you got a question for Paul, for Connie, for both of them. Yeah, I I do have a question for both of them, but first I want to start with Paul. Uh, Paul, so you you got voted out, and then Lucy and Cece immediately followed you right after in the next two booths. Right. Uh, did they express any regret at all at Ponderosa uh, uh, upon voting you out? Yeah. Yeah, they basically all blamed Jessica, and they all blamed that one line that you saw on TV, which is, you know, if the boys go, are you going to stay with the guys? And right. was was an innocent answer that anyone would have said. And again, that was my my crutch because because I I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking gamesmanship. I was thinking natural, like, oh yeah, those are my friends. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I wasn't thinking like. And Jessica blew it up into craziness. You know, she blew it up into. Oh, they're going to make an all-guys alliance. But when we got everybody, when we got back to the, you know, as they were voted out, uh, expressed a lot of, man, after that, Chris and Brett were so mad, and, you know, we're really sorry, and this and that, and so on and so forth. The person who took, just as a side note, the person who took getting voted out the worst that I, I couldn't imagine was Figgy. When Figgy got voted out, she wouldn't. She wouldn't take a shower. She would not. Like she oh could not comprehend that she was not getting going back on the show. I was sitting on the beach, sitting in the water, just like enjoying the day. Because now you got all the free time you want. This is before we went to Australia, and we're kind of waiting to see what's going to happen next. But she got voted out, and it was like two days in a row. I'm like, kids, they are not calling me back. Trust me, you're out. Out is out. Have you ever heard of anybody getting brought back in that didn't go to Exile Island? Come on. You know, she was like, she was like, well, maybe they're gonna. I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> she took it really, really hard. Really hard. Well, I could, I could kind of figure, considering the fact that she ended up leaving, uh, what was his name, Taylor or something. Yeah, I think who yeah, ended up bad. who ended up having a kid with another woman, anyways. Uh, yeah. that. <laughs> it's uh, you know when you when you expose yourself and your family to the nation and you're on a show that's such a hit like that, you you really need to think about it because sometimes I agree. You you, you do the wrong thing or. If you happen to be looking at the wrong person or something, and they catch it on camera, you know, I was very aware of that. I, I was very aware of making sure that everyone had a space and no one felt uh, crowded. And, again, I'm an East Coast guy where like, you walk up and everybody hugs. Well, 
you know, the, in California, not everybody does that all the time. It's a different kind of, it's a different kind of feeling, and uh, so you have to, you have to respect that, and and respect the women that were on the show. I mean, they just, they just, uh, I couldn't imagine how hard that had to be. Like I had long hair, and if it wasn't for Jessica um, braiding my hair on the first day, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> That mop would have killed me. Yeah, you know, I mean, this would have killed me. It, well, when you think about it, I mean, Jess braids your hair day one to help you right. out, and then a few days later, she's going to stab you in the back. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you don't, you, that's what I mean. You know, here's another thing. I get on the show, and I go up the hill, and we finally get to talk to each other. Hey, what do you do? I'm a boat captain. I live in Key West, and I tell them my story. You know, Brent says, I'm a mortuary technician. And I'm like, I look at Chris. I said, he looks like a cop to me. And he goes, I said, dude, I've seen my chair of cops. That looks like a cop. But, hey, if that's who you are, that's who you are. Jessica's like. Yeah, everybody knew he was a cop. Jessica said she was like a a uh, coffee shop manager or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize she was a lawyer from New York full of tattoos and, you know. Um, <laughs> who knew? I mean, everybody's lying about everything, and we had not even – we're just like, hi, how you doing? My name's Paul, and I'm going to start lying right now. Um, <laughs> it was, it's brutal. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, it's, and, and you know what? It takes, a, it takes quite a while to decompress when you're done. When you come off the show – it really does take a little while to de- decompress. And I'm talking about like six, eight right. months after I was home, I was still thinking about different things and, you know, what happened to different people. And I kept in touch with almost everybody for the longest time. And then it kind of kind of worked its way down to when when uh, Sunday passed, everybody kind of, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. what a shame. Connie, Connie, how was it for you after it was all over with? I mean, I mean, you you've been in whispers forever. Um, you see <laughs> postings, you see what people say, you see what fans say. Um, yeah. How how was it for you dealing with this after it was all over with, seeing what fans would say about your husband? Uh, it was hard because they really don't know him personally and how he can interact with people. It, you know, the way that they edit the show, they made him look harder than he was. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's just, you know, he's a big teddy bear. So it's, yeah. when, you know, when they start to bow, bad mouth him or say bad things about him, I mean, it's, it's hard to read that about your spouse. Yeah. I don't read it. And and but how how do you handle that, Connie? Do you do you do do you ignore it or or do you try to combat it and reply to it? No, ignore it because even if you try to reply to it, they'll they'll still come back because they have their opinions. And see, fine, you, you, have- you you women you women are so smart. That's what my <laughs> wife has told. My We've wife has told me that. My wife has told me that for ten years. That's why we need. She's always told me, Jim, if people are if people are posting to you, 
and they're nasty, ignore them because all they want is attention. Just ignore right. it. Yep. And they go away. Uh, so. You know what? <laughs> they they can only throw that up against the wall so many times before they just realize that they're just throwing it up against the wall and and uh I don't you know, we we talked about a lot of it and we knew it you know it kinda of going in, you just don't realize the scope of it going in. You think you know Right, right. It's like going to the island. You think you know what to expect. You think you know how to prepare, but if Jeff has said it once, he said it a thousand times on the show. You cannot prepare to go on Survivor. You can't prepare yeah. physically. You can't prepare mentally. About the only thing you could do, like the one guy was smoking cigarettes before he went on the show, and he and he tried to quit <laughs> while he was on the show. I've got that guy's name, the Elvis Looker guy. Remember that guy? He was crazy. Yeah. Now that is yeah. stupid. That you shouldn't do. But... <laughs> You know, try not to do it. Like today's today's Survivor, you couldn't even smoke and go on that show. So, you know, they don't. Uh, yeah. They don't. That they they have played this game for so long. They know exactly who they want and what they're doing, and they they the vetting process takes so long that you know. And and the really thing is, stuff. Paul. The thing is, yes, Paul, sir. when it's over with. It's up to you as the person that was on the show as to how you handle your afterlife right after being on the show because there are a lot of lot of survivors they want to hang around and be Twitter heroes and Twitter right. fans Right. And not move on, but the smart thing is just get on with your life. Yeah, it was yeah. Just, it was just like Corinne. You know, she was uh, she said a bunch of really nasty things about me before I was even on the show. And after the show, at the at the, you know, she's one of those people uh, that that she's just can't give it up. You know, she she thinks she's going back on the show. And we were at an after party in L.A., and I met her. And I walked, I mean, my hair was out, and I was very large. And I walked right up to her, and she's small. And I said, hey, how you doing? And she was like, oh, hi. I was like, I listened to your, uh, actually, I said, I listened to your BS on your, I forgot what it was. But I was in the gym working out, and I was listening to it. She was yes. like, oh, yeah, well, I said, yeah, you need to lighten up on that, sister. And she was like. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> she was just like, she's one of those people that just says a lot of things just because she thinks it'll get her more likes or views or whatever they right. want to get. Clicks or likes, yeah. Clicks or likes, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I I get it. I, I, I totally get it. But <laughs> from my experience over the last 10 to 15 years, my advice to survivors that I know, after they leave the game, I tell them, move on with your life, right. do what you're good, go go back to your career, go back to doing what you do. If they want you again, they'll contact you. Get your right. ass off Twitter. Don't sit here and wait for tweets and posts. Go back to work. Right. Yeah. All right, can I ask you a question? 
you know, you sure. stayed plugged in all, all these years. What do you think about the new format and why they went to a shorter leash and why they don't have the finale in L.A. anymore? And what, what do you think that's all about? Well, I think there's two reasons, Paul. I think the first reason was legitimate because of COVID, because they had to deal right. with COVID in Fiji and what Fiji standards were. But I kind of think we're past that now. But I think I think the show with Jeff is like, hey, we can do 26 days, save a whole lot of money, mm-hmm. not do this finale and pay those finale checks out <laughs> and save a whole lot of money. I was that's, thinking the same thing. I just wanted to see that, if that's you thought. That's my opinion, Paul. They 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 save some money on this deal, man. You don't have to go to finale. You don't get that ten thousand dollar check. <laughs> Are they still getting the same amount of viewers as we used to get, or is it dwindling? Um, Steve, what do you mm-hmm. have on that? I know Steve keeps up with the. Uh, it, it's, it's nowhere near up. what it used to be. Mine was like but I think million. I think it picked up a little bit last season. It, it, it picked up last season, but the uh, the main problem, the main issue, which honestly, I mean, this started with Big Brother twenty three, with the whole uh, with the whole cookout alliance and everything, and how uh, CBS has done casting now to where uh, there has to be equal opportunity, so half of the cast has to be black or or people of color right. and whatnot. Right. You saw you saw a huge dive at one point in the ratings, but it's been, since since it kind of recovered this past season, it's been off and on. Like it, it, it's never gonna get to. Uh, I'm trying to remember which season it was where where they finally started going down big time, uh, but it's not gonna it's not gonna reach the peak the peak popularity of what Survivor was at one point. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think right now? What do you think right now, Paul? Do you guys still watch it? And if you do, what do you think about the new concept about the shorter season and all these crazy twists? What do you think about that? Well, um, if if my opinion matters, I honestly, probably because of my age, I really like the older format. I don't I don't think that the short period uh, helps anything. Um, I don't I don't like it. I wish we could go back to the way it was. I enjoyed watching the finale in LA yeah. when everybody's there, and I, you know, this this whole get it done thing. Here's your million dollars. Let's go to the next one. Um. You know, doesn't interest me at all, and and, and I, I would like to see. It seems like we're doing the same cast every show, every season. It's like they're different people, but there's a Paul. You know, there's, there's somebody in place of everybody. Like well, you can look yeah, at they, they 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 call they call that the cookie cutter. That's what they do, the yeah. cookie cutter. You know, they got the same. They got the same bad guy. They got a good guy. They got a girl. They got a girl that was a guy. They got, 
You know, they got all yeah. this stuff, but they, but they seem to kind of fill it in. And unfortunately, that, that if you keep doing that, those people, not to their default, because they want to be on the show, not to their fault, but they right. have the same story. The story is the same. They have a little bit different personality, but their story, their life story, is generally the same. So you can you can look at uh, you know season forty and season forty one, and you can almost match them head to head. You know. Um, exactly. I felt the same way when they started bringing people back, though. I I never liked it when they brought back you know Sandra and you know Boston Rob was sitting out there at Exile Island. I. I, yeah. I just that's when it starts to feel big brothery scripted to me. It doesn't feel like you know, let them starve. Like I was I was all excited. Oh, we're going to have more danger. We're going to have this. I was like, that's eh, not really what happened. You know, it's not really more dangerous. They're pretty much <laughs> the same the same uh, obstacles that we went through, the same uh, you know, a lot of the sets that are there are being painted in a different color, you know. But even Jeff says, oh, we used this in season 28. We used this in season 33. We used this. In, you know, we haven't had this since, you know, and you go, you know, it was it was really a lot different. Um, I, I hope it's not fading away, but it, I hate to say it. It kind of feels that way to me. I, I got well, a little bit they, of an uh, answer. Um, I got a little bit of an answer. According, uh, according, according to according to what I know, next season's gonna still be another all newbies cast, so fans will probably love that. But the rumor is the season after that, and Paul, you know they film two seasons at a time, right? The season after that is rumored to have returnees. Well, I heard that, you know, I knew that there, there was budget constraints when they decided that we're not leaving Fiji, you know. We're going to stay here. This is going to be it. We're going to burn in on Fiji. Because the first, you know, season 34, I watched it. I'm like, look, babe, there's the marks I put on that trip, you know. And I could, I could pause the TV and I could zoom it in and I'd be like, look, that's those are the marks I left for the, you know, and there's the tree I sat in, and there's this, and there's right. that, and there's this, you know, and then, uh, you know, so I was like, well, I was first there, you know, so I, I you know, you, everybody wants their little spot, and I, I think the survivors of today's show are, you know, they're going to be like the pinch hitters, you know, they're just, they're not going to, they're not going to get the same uh, claim. It, winning this survivor is not like winning the one I was on. If you can last there for 40 days, uh, 39 days, with all those people and go through what you have to do, that's almost twice the show, right? They cut the show in half, and you know, yeah. I mean, think about it. And and, me, and I know I know a lot of I know a lot of previous su- survivors are not happy with that. I know yeah. one of my friends, um, Carl Boudreaux, who. Everyone remembers being called the Godfather when he yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. yeah he uh, he even sent out a tweet and said, "Look, I outlasted all of your final five past twenty six days." So, um, 
you have to think about that. I mean, there's people from the past that have played this game, and they lasted way longer than people that only right. have to play 26 days. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a huge, huge difference between, you know, day by day out there. You know, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're trying different spins of the same thing instead of trying something new, and I'd really like to see them stop with the silliness and the fanfare and go back to Survivor as Survivor. Right. Right. You know, I think survival, survival portion of the show should be as important as the play of the show, and I think it'll make tribal. You know, people watch for tribal council. It's like they're not even watching the game anymore. They just want to see the drama. It's like they're watching the view. You know, and yeah. you know. So I love the game. I don't want to see it go away. I it. it it cringes me. I, I cringe sometimes when I watch the same players over and over and over. I, I go, "Come on, guys! You know, come on." You 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 brought you you brought up an interesting point, Paul, that we have not discussed on here before. Are we at a point now with a twenty-six day season that? we are getting used to not seeing anything going on around camp. We're not seeing discussions around camp. All we see is what happens at tribal council. Is that where we are now? That's where the drama is, and you're absolutely right. I mean, part of the show was always, you know, what's going on at camp, who's helping, who's not helping. Now you kind of hear about it at Tribal, but you don't really put it together when there's one person, you know, sitting out and doing nothing. And that used to be a big deal. You know, the weak link was a big deal and part of the show. And now it's like the weakest person that doesn't do anything could win because it has nothing to do at all with the survival portion of it. It has to do with uh, the game portion of it, and I don't know. I mean, I hope it'll it'll come around full circle, but you know. Um, well, I mean, if you look at it, Paul, Paul, if you look at it, the last two or three seasons, there's always somebody getting drugged to the end that don't have a prayer in hell of winning. It, you know, and 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 it's the same exact. What when did we go to three people at the end? You know, it used to be two oh. people. Oh, don't right? get me started on no. that. Don't get me started on that because My don't get me started on that, Paul. Because I love final two, not three. Right, the final. Now we got. I mean, we did mine and we had ten, and he was like looking around. I'll never forget in the green room, looking around when when we still didn't know who actually won. And Ken's looking around, and I go, I go, uh, I go, Chris, I go, Chris, what, you know, what's going on? He goes, not one person voted for him, not one single person. <laughs> and I, I was like, wow, he's going to get that on. I mean, he made it all the way to the end, and and all he's going to be known for is nobody voted for me at all. 
You know, and it and happens just, every season. It every happens season, every season. They carry a guy, and part of the editing, they go, well, maybe he's got a chance. And you're like, he doesn't have a chance. There's no way. You know? <laughs> but, and, and Paul, the thing is, every season it happens. We always have somebody in the final three that gets no vote. So why have right. three? Well, you know, NASCAR ratings are going down the tubes, right? And every once in a while, two drivers get out of their cars and they punch each other in the face and the ratings go through the ceiling. So, you know, (laughs) if if they keep sanitizing everything that we get to watch, uh, Survivor included, you know, uh, then I I, I firmly believe that they got to – the, the viewers aren't going to want to watch. All they got to do is push a button now. Nobody has to watch you on TV anymore. They can watch you six months from now. So if you, if, if you ask me about Survivor, I would say the same thing I told the producers that were filming that pilot in Key West. Hey, make it real. Make it go back to, yeah. go back to the reality side of the show and stop with the same exact thing every season. You know, the same people, the same, it's just over and over. People aren't going to want to watch that. I don't, I don't, I mean, it it loses my interest. So I, you know, and I hate it because I I don't think it has to be that way. But I don't know, maybe in uh, woke America or whatever it is now. I mean, I don't really even know what that means uh, because I'm too old (laughs) and I really don't care. I just know that Scotty. Jim, I got the. Uh, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead, Steve. Well, I was uh, I was just going to say uh, when it comes to viewers because I remember I remember uh, uh, Paul asked earlier what the viewership uh, count looks like uh, recently. Let me get let me okay. give you a perspective because I've got the numbers uh, from previous seasons. The peak of viewership was. Australian Outback, where they got they averaged around 30, 30 million viewership. Thirty million. Right. Now, I'd say maybe where it it, it sort of averaged around twenty million uh, up until Palau, then right. it basically went on a sharp decline season by season after Palau. So and it remains. Steady, kind of at around 12 million uh, from Micronesia to Heroes First, or no, to Nicaragua actually is more like it. Uh, but then I guess with with all these twists that kept getting introduced uh, and new season themes, it just kept going downhill, downhill, downhill to the point of where uh, I mean, let's put it, let's let's go to your season, Millennials versus Gen X. You guys averaged around eight eight and a half million viewers per episode. Wow. Now, the lowest viewership from last season was a tick below five million. That's literally yeah. how bad viewership has gotten now. Right. To where it's no and and and, and and the thing is, the thing is. It started out so great, so great to CBS that now they are down to this, and they're still okay with it. They're still yeah. okay. Well, 
Yeah, well, it's so, because nobody's watching, uh, you know, they're not watching Leave it to Beaver, dude. They're watching, you know, <laughs> uh, and reality shows. Yeah, as, they're, as, yeah, as, as yeah they're, they're, ba- they're banking on people. They're not. They're not. They're not uh, watching the uh, Comedy Central channel. <laughs> well, you yeah. you you take a poll of thirty and under, and ask them about Survivor, and probably ninety percent of them don't even know the show exists. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you ask people, unless they're into it, into it, and they're in a group that's into it, you ask the younger guy. It, it, it's always folks that are older that are, you know, still watching the show. I, I guarantee you, if you're looking right. at the graphic. I think you're exactly right. I think you're exactly right. 40 to I 60. Think I think it's the old timers, the ones right. that have been there forever, that are still right. there. They're still hanging on, right. You don't see bumper yeah. stickers anymore. You don't see people with the Survivor shirt on anymore. You know, you just you just don't see it. And um, right, you know, uh, and and now yeah. you see more and more and more survivor um, people mixing over into other shows. Right, right, right. Well, you know, it's so funny. so they when they I, see the right they see the writing on the wall too. Well, you know what? It's funny because people when I when I got off the show and someone would say, hey, that's Paul, he was on TV, what do you think the first show they thought I was on was? When people had to guess, it was Naked and Afraid. Everyone that that I talked to, they're like, oh, you were on Naked and Afraid? I was like, no, they don't pay you. (laughs) They're like, what? I was like, you know, Naked and Afraid is free, right? They don't pay those people. and, and 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 Connie's like, are you serious? You you are and not on I, naked in the rain, right? They're all they're only naked for like two minutes anyway, and then they then they're like us. They're in their underwear. So I I I, I never watched that show at all. But that's what people yeah you know think of. Yeah, I knew until, I knew somebody I knew I knew somebody on that show, and it it wasn't. It wasn't really well done. I'll just say that. Oh, um, no, it's not. And they're not. Yeah. They, they don't yeah. have you know, right. 300 and something cameras. Yeah. Melissa, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. You got a question <laughs> for Paul, Connie, <laughs> or know, both of them? No, I, you guys have... Um, asked all the pertinent questions, but I think I'm going to ask a question that I asked Savage at one point, and everybody uh, okay. really thought that was a good question. All right. Do any of your kids have any desire to do Survivor? I'll let my wife answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I, Connie I would, would say, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At one point, my son did, but that interest went away. And they don't watch much anymore. Mm-hmm. No. They'd have to spice it up. 
come up with a different game plan, I think, for my kids don't want to go on it. Um, and they just lost interest in the in the show itself. It's, I guess, I don't know, it's that age that they're going through, that, you know, that they never grew up with it, like when we when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I understand I, I, why in the casting they feel like they have to be so diverse instead of just finding really great personalities. You know what I mean? Instead of finding specific people uh, that fit specific lifestyles, I think if they just came out with great personalities, there was a lot of people in casting that I met that I thought should definitely be on the show that never made it. Hmm. Well, I have to. I have to agree. I mean, it. I think that the race, the color of your skin, shouldn't have anything to do with it. It should be, um, really based on personality and what they think they can do. And if they happen to be black, great. I mean, look at look at Marianne. She had right. a booming personality, but she wasn't necessarily physical or anything like that, but she was she was a good player. She held her own. And that I'm glad a, she won. That, that that's exactly what well, I'm talking about. Yeah, one, that that's the difference yeah. between a survivor and a gamer. There was gamers, you know, like David when I played, he was a gamer. He had there was no survival right, right. skills for that guy. He didn't have you know, he right. didn't do anything. So Yeah. And and that's that's the thing about it. Um, and I've always said this, and 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 I catch some heat from fans sometimes because of what I say. But um, I have always said I don't care who wins this game. If they want it, they deserve it. Right. Yeah. And, of course, you know how fans are. Oh, well, that, you know, if that wasn't their favorite and and they beat well, somebody that was their favorite, oh, my God, you know. No. They went out there and they did what they had to do in the days they had to do it. And if they won, that's right. they deserve to win. If they change the rules and you yeah. win, then and that's they the way they deserve to win. They deserve to win, but we don't really necessarily have to like it. That's right. Yeah, you deserve yeah, to win, I mean, but I, I wish you had. And, that, and that's <laughs> the other side of the equation, Paul. Is <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. There, there are more deserving winners <laughs> than others. We can right. all mm-hmm. agree on that. But anyone right. who yeah. wins, they deserve to win. They deserve. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go through all that, they deserve to win, and they deserve the spoils of war. And, but I think. You know, again with the new format, it it really does take a lot of of the of the sting out of the winning to me. I mean, you know, uh, you, you know what I mean? It's like you're always going to have that. Oh, you 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 played the short game and won. So right, you know, right. Yeah. You know. Well, that's but uh, I will, unfortunate, I will unfortunately, unfortunately, Paul. That's going to happen a lot now because previous survivors 
will probably keep speaking out. Yeah. Just just like Carl did. Um yeah. And, and and be like, you know, I lasted 27 days, so I I should have won this season. Yeah, well, the uh, the people that poo-poo any of this, you know, uh, don't have any clue at all, uh, you know, how hard it is for these, these kids that are playing the game today, even on a, a short schedule. If you, if you brought it back to the regular format, they would still play. And we would still have a winner. And, you know, it right. wouldn't change. This, this has nothing to do with the cast. The cast doesn't have a say in anything. We just show exactly. up. Exactly. So, you know, they until someone walks a mile in a survivor's shoes, they need to shut the hell up because they don't really right. know yeah. how exactly. hard it is. You know, and I've had people and, tell me, oh, man, you should have done this and you should have done that. And, I was like, Webb, be, be, before I was bleeding or after I was laying on the ground with a heart, <laughs> at what point did I and, have done and, that? And that's, you know? that's, one of the, that's one of the things, Paul, is no matter who wins, um, if you weren't a fan of them, so what? Right. They won. Right. But, doesn't matter. And, That's right. And, and, and that, and it ain't gonna change. They got the million dollars. <laughs> I, I, what I, I, the one thing I can say that I honestly miss about Survivor is I don't want to ever watch a season like I'm watching now, waiting for the next season. I, I, I want, you know, when you watch Survivor, you don't want it to end. You just want next Wednesday to be the next show. You don't want it to end. You want it to keep right. going, and then. And then it and then it ends. Now it's shorter, so it ends quicker. Well, now you yeah. find yourself if you don't like the people that are on the show, you're like, ah, I can't wait till the next show. I don't like this show, you know. Yeah. So I don't want to be. And that and, and with with the new four with the new format, Paul, going with three tribes, only twenty six days. Right. You know what's coming. You know right. there's going to be probably a, a merge at some point. Right. Right. Um, it's, there's you know, no more it, family. It's, there's no more Yeah, and, and the other thing are all those damn twists, you know. It, yeah. That, that is the one thing that fans are so mad at are those twists. Right. And yep. they should be because... You know the the sayings that they had to say to you know rub the genie and the broccoli and all this other stuff to make the idol work. It 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 wasn't. You know I think somebody woke up at night and said this is gonna be great. And then when they put it on TV, <laughs> you go, no, it's really not great. It's kind of like reading a dictionary. Nobody really wants to read it. I just want to know how the how to pronounce that word. You know it, you, you didn't have to do it like that. You could have done it in a um, more traditional fashion. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if the laws changed or what they can get away with doing to people. Maybe that was it. Or, you know, after um, the kid got so sick, uh, you know, the head heat stroke, Kurt, uh, Car- uh, I, think, I think, I think, I think it was all money. I think it was all money. They saved a whole lot of money not being yeah. out there as long I think that I, I honestly think that's what the whole thing was. It started you know, out being about COVID. 
started out being you know, about lot, COVID. You know, the, the, and a lot of people then, don't realize. Then after perfect. after the COVID was over, it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Right. We only have to stay out our 26 days. We only have to film, you know, 30 right. days. Um, this is pretty you know, cool. One of the things that people, another thing that people don't realize is that Probst has to sell this to CBS every year. He gets a one-year yeah. contract with them. So he has to I, sell this. I understand that. I and, understand that. You know, so he has to kind of guarantee, in order to get that budget signed, he's got to guarantee to CBS uh, that, you know, hey, this is going to fly and this is what I'm going to do. So, right. like, 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 it's the difference between having Don, Don Imus and Howard Stern. You know, you got one guy who plays it safe all the time, like Jeff's doing, and then you got a guy like yeah. Howard who just said, you know, uh, Hell with it! I'm going to go for it, and I think I think my way. I'm going to set everything on fire and figure out what happens then. You know, that's the way Survivor started. Survivor started by yeah. somebody coming up with a great and idea, for a whole bunch of people on an island. Because there's been a million other shows since then that tried to copy it, and none of them worked. Right. Yeah. And I totally, I totally understand that. I totally yeah. know that about Jeff. Um. With CBS, because I know one season where um, he was thinking about leaving, and he goes in and has a uh, meeting with CBS, and he thinks they're going to beg him and beg him and beg him, and they're like, oh, okay. See ya. You want to leave? Okay. Bye. And he's like, no, no, (laughs) no. No, 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 no. <laughs> right, right. I know. Well, so, you know what? And I don't know. I'm sure people have told you this, but um, last surprising thing I didn't realize in casting was when I got to the end of my uh, interviews, of which you do way too many of them, your final interview, they take you out to the back lot of CBS. And right. there's a, I mean, there must be, I don't know, 50 people in this room with Burnett and Probst sitting in a couch in front of you, and you're sitting on a chair exactly. with a spotlight. Exactly, exactly. You've heard this, right? And yeah, I walked yeah. In there and I looked around, and, and the first thing I said out loud, I said, who the hell are you people? And, and Jeff's <laughs> looking at me, and his eyes, his eyes are like as big as saucers, like, oh, these are them. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'm not impressed. I don't have to wear a suit to work, and I can care less what you people think. And if you don't want me to go, I don't care. But yeah. if this is CBS, you guys are sad. And, yeah. and, and then I, and then one guy asked me one question before I left. He, I was walking out, and I had everybody very, very – I was. I had said a couple things that were making them laugh a lot. And I walked out. One guy in the back yells out, so, David Lee Ross or Sammy Hagar, and I stopped. I was almost in the door. And I turned around and I said, who said that? And nobody said anything. I said, you can ask Probst next time you see him. He, he was sitting there. I go, who the fuck said that? Like that. And, 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 and this little skinny guy in the back like raises his hand. I go, listen, dude, did you not read my bio? I said, 
There was no Van Halen without David Lee Roth. So give it a break. And I walked out, to the, and everybody was hysterical, you know. And I, I, I got a feeling one of those stupid lines that I said to those guys and gals that were in the room, who were very serious, by the way. They were, you know, this is very serious business. And I was like, damn, not the meeting. <laughs> no. So, any so other questions you, I can ask? Who, who would your pick have been, Sammy or or uh, David Lee? Well, David Lee and I were born on the same day, so me and David go way back. Again, oh there's God. no Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Three. Okay. Uh, Three. <laughs> hey, uh, JB. Yeah. Got anything for uh, Paul or Connie or both? Oh man. I was thinking. I was thinking about uh, when Paul was uh, when he had that uh, heat stroke, and they were trying to, uh, you know, keep him, uh, you know, talking and everything, it reminded me of when I, I, uh, I have uh, epilepsy. And when I had uh, a couple times when they called the uh, life squad, when they really didn't need to, um the uh, people on the life squad were always trying to uh, keep me awake. They were asking me my name, what what day it is, and with uh, people with epilepsy, it's like, uh, especially me, I was just too tired to even, uh, you know, talk to these people, and I wouldn't say anything. And they would be talking and talking. They'd say, you know, hey, you know, are are you with us? Are you with us? And then finally I would come to them and say, yeah, I'm with you. I'd say, well, that's good. That's good. And it's easy to really, uh, oh, I guess unless you're really, uh, you know, put in that situation, it's really easy to say, you know, hey, I can do this. Right. And then once you and then once you get out there, it's like oh shit. Oh shit. What, right. the, what the hell did I get myself into? And I keep telling my wife, I said, you know, these these people, they don't even know uh well, she asked me, why are they in their suits? And I said, well, they're going to their, they said. Uh, these, no, they're, uh, they're wearing what they were told to wear. They don't have no yeah, control I said, over that. I said, these producers are telling them that. I mean, to, they're, you know, told, wear they're this. told what to wear. That's right. Yeah. And they're going on this. Um, uh, supposed uh, interview and everything like that, or similar to it. And I said, that's why they're dressed like that. I said, anything that they wear has to be approved by, uh, you know, Survivor uh, or 
you know, somebody on Survivor has to approve of what they wear. That's true. And they, uh, they give you, and the, uh, before you go out in the middle of the night, which is generally about 2 in the morning when they, when they start the show, because that's how long it takes. We started at 2 a.m. We left the Ponderosa, and we stayed in those boats until driving around and doing, you know, running back. You know, that scene that they always show with the boats riding up, that takes all day to shoot with helicopters and everything. So they make circles right. and they make circles. And then it's probably not until about 1 o'clock in the afternoon that you're still sitting in that boat. So you've been in those boats for about 12 hours. Oh, but my God. Before you get... Before you, oh yeah, before you get on the boat, um, they have a um, um, the wardrobe, and they've already got all your clothes picked out for you, and they just hand you a plastic bag with all your stuff in it, and they right. say, take take off everything down to your, you know, even your underwear, and put this on, and go get in that boat. I said, okay, and that's it. Yeah, I, security, I have I, I have told this fan, I have told this to fans for years. Um, fans that complain about, oh, look what they wore, it's yeah. like, no. <laughs> Let it go get, because they were told what they had to wear. That's right. Crazy. That's 100% correct. And the, the, you know, just like the security guys, they, they check you before they go in. If you take medication or something, they ask you, you know, what I've had fans, what it, what a, you know, what do they do about meds and stuff like that? Well, there's a special spot in the middle of the island that's like a medical area. Right. Basically a cooler, and uh, everybody has a separate, like, uh, thing. You know, don't forget they change your name, right? When you go, they change your name, so you don't have your own name. Uh, so mine was Philip Waters, and I had a bag in there that said Philip Waters, and it had, uh, I forgot what I had, my cholesterol medicine or something like that, but... I didn't yeah. take any of it. I left it in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's, there I, many mean, I mean, we, we, we've exposed a lot of this before, but now you're hearing it again tonight. Right. From Paul. I mean, this, I mean, that's how, this, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's a TV no. show. That's what they do. That's how they do it. So, it, it's not a knock against the show. Oh, no. It's just eye-opening to what players have to go through. Really? I've told this to people for years. You know, I, I say certain things and certain things I don't say. People ask me what you get paid. I never tell them. People ask me, you know, is there a bonus? Yeah, but how much? I don't know. I don't tell them. I never talk about that stuff because it's irrelevant to me. I, I think it's bullshit that, you know, that's just people looking for dirt. And I don't want, I don't want to ever disparage the show like that. You know, I've met Jeff right, Probst. Right, right. He's a straight up guy. He's a nice guy. He's, uh, you know, he's a very wound up guy. Much more wound up than you think he is. But uh, uh, he takes he takes his show very seriously, and he's <laughs> stupid protective of it. I mean, just crazy yeah. protective of it and you can't blame the guy this is all he's got that's all he's ever had right for 20 years exactly you're exactly you are exactly right that that's his meal ticket 
that's it. You know, it's not like he can go sell cars tomorrow or he's going to be on the prices right. This is it. He tried to talk shit, tried a bunch of stuff, and he's always going to be the guy from Survivor, just like, you know, just like Caitlyn Jenner or anybody. They got that. They got it. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, he tried. He tried another. He tried to do a talk show. He tried to do something else, right. and it was like. Like the Titanic, it sank so fast. <laughs> and he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> now, and now, like he's narrating Survivor. They're trying some new things where he comes in and narrates different things. You know, like before they come out, he goes, hey, we're going to put a spin on him this time. I'm like, why is he talking to the camera? Since when does he talk to the camera? You know, and so... Those of us like yourself who watch the show religiously, we all know that, you know, when we see a subtle little change, everybody picks up on it and, uh, right. you know. Right. I don't know. All right, we got, uh, it was offending too many people. I was like, what do you mean? Come on in, guys. Is it offending? I mean, it's, I, see, that's one of those things that to me was just so benign. It didn't seem to matter, but it really did upset people that he said guys instead of, Everybody, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, I get it. I, yeah. I think I don't know." Let let me let me let me go to Connie again. Let me go to Connie again. And okay. after I after I go to Connie, Tim, I'm going to ask you for a question or two. But I want to go okay. to Connie, um, and I want to deal with more of the aftermath, Connie. Because we talked a little bit about it earlier, about what you would see and what people were saying. How personal did it get? Uh, They would ask questions like, um, you know, stuff behind the scenes that, they didn't really want us to explain to people and and um especially when he was gone that I didn't you know, didn't know anything. Not supposed to tell anybody where he was at. Right. Right. So, well my my whole band, any any businesses that we had, we had the, you know, I had customers. So customers didn't know because Hunter took over, but like all the guys in the band knew that I was leaving to go on Survivor. Yeah. So they they told everybody, <laughs> which they're not supposed to. <laughs> but but Connie Connie is a Connie's a huge Survivor fan online and in the Whispers groups and yeah. I mean, like I told you, Paul, before we knew each other. She knew I knew, mm-hmm. and we were friends. So, um, you weren't dating that's, or anything, that's, right? That's, that's, that's what I'm wanting to hear, Connie. What was how going you, on when I was Connie, how did you deal with all of that? Well, I basically tried to keep our daily life the same. Just uh, because the kids were still in school. And right. We just, I just had to keep it normal. So nothing got, you know, out of whack or anything like that. And and plus, 
with our business, you know, with him, with Paul being gone, there was customers that didn't know. So we had to to have a backup plan, which that's when Hunter, our son, came in to the picture where he was able to do some of the work oh, for cool. Paul. Cool. And, uh, you know, just, just try to keep it the same so it didn't look suspicious or, you know, people didn't ask too many questions of where he was at and, you know, basically told him, well, it was a family emergency. He had to go do something like this. Or, you know, I just kind of made up stuff so it wouldn't look too crazy. Right. And just, you ever have right. a fake survivor? Have you ever run into fake survivors? People that said they were on the show that weren't? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I've had people tell me that their relatives were on the show. That they were on the show, oh, and they weren't. So, 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 Connie, Connie, you ever, you ever had any uh, fake survivors using Paul's account trying to talk to you? Actually, no, I haven't. <laughs> I'm surprised. Okay, all right. That's good. That's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. We move That's around. a good thing. That's a really good thing. Um, man, I think, I think the two of you handled this probably about as, as well as you could have with you having to leave and go play and then coming home and what happened to you. And her sitting yeah. here, um, I think you probably handled it pretty well. Yeah, we uh, we try to back each other up in a lot of things that we do and cover for each other and yeah, and to have a close family. Well, Connie always talks about how she should be on the show, and then I remind her of like one I went to, like I couldn't do that. <laughs> well, uh, well, I, hey, I, I don't have to tell you this, Paul, but Connie's a badass. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, brother. <laughs> and, and, any any chick that at our age yeah, can still jump up back of my heart. <laughs> she's a badass. Oh, uh, JB, you got yeah. anything that? To uh, ask Paul, Connie, or both of them. Uh, one th- one other thing that I was going to ask, and that is, uh, I guess uh, I want to ask uh, Paul, and then I yeah. want to get some feedback from Jim. Uh, I want to ask Paul if on their season. Uh, all when it was like nighttime, was there people that were, you know, if it was like uh, getting cool at night or something like that, or even when it was raining, were there people that were like huddled up together? Yes. Okay. Uh, One other thing that I was going to bring up, and that is – the reason that they have all these changes 
uh, is after that uh, Dan uh, Spillo uh, season. Uh, they're not supposed to have it. They're not supposed to have any kind of interaction or anything oh, like that. Oh, actually, can you watch my back while I go to the bathroom real quick? And it's yeah. like, if, how 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 are people going to even? Uh, that was different. You know, survive different. like they did uh, that, that guy, six that guy and seven years ago. People. That guy okay. wasn't cuddling people. Okay, first question. Paul, did you get that first question? I got while we were okay. cuddling, you know, at night were, were we were we together? But yeah, everybody was together, everybody was touching each other. Keeper but is a but not, not like that guy was doing. <laughs> Keeper is a murderer. <laughs> See, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Paul is still trying to not have to sleep on the couch. So he's (laughs) not going to tell you he cuddled up against some hot babe out there. So. Oh, Sunday was his buddy. I I can promise you the last thing from anybody's normal mind. He better not have right, Connie. That's a joke. (laughs) That's a joke because I know it's not true. I know. <laughs> I'm on the wife's side with that one. <laughs> yeah, that. I know. I know. I know. Connie wouldn't put up with it. Hell but no. It, it's just a joke. It was just a joke. Paul <laughs> I wouldn't know. do that. <laughs> so. Hey, me. If I was out there, I wouldn't care what they looked like or anything like that. I would just want to be. Next to somebody that was warm, and I would think somebody would want to put their arms around me. You know, if I had a warm body, that I could, uh, you know, get somebody warm. You know. Well, I guess. And, I guess. And, and Paul, Paul could talk to this. I guess in that situation, where. What the word is is spooning. People yeah. trying to spoon with each other. Um, I don't think Paul was spooning with other girls. No, but no, you know what, y'all? Even for the single people out there, think about this: How attractive is it? You're, I mean, you're on this island. You can't brush your teeth. You smell like crap. I never really understand <laughs> where this big. No, seriously. And they're making out. Okay. It's like, that's just so you're, damn you're, nasty. You're, how could it, how, how is this attractive? You're, you're, hitting it, you're hitting the nail right on the head, and I can, I can, I can put yes. it to you like this. The, after, after 48 hours of straight rain. What the hell is that? Holy moly. Oh, holy so 48 hours of straight rain, and I am, and the rest of my tribe is in the middle of the night. I don't know what time it was, but it's driving rain, and you're laying in a four-inch deep puddle, freezing, 
freezing. It's so cold. You you so, couldn't remember Paul, the next day. Paul, whether you Paul, somebody in, and Paul in that situation you were in, laying yeah. next, laying next to some girl or whoever was the furthest thing from your mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, you didn't really sleep. You just passed out. And the, and the, and that thing that happened with that guy, I forgot his name, but when they threw him off, that was, that was, you know, that was enough to get probed out there twice to deal right. with situations. Right, yeah, with exactly. Guy. So that wasn't. Yeah, that and, wasn't and like once without even ca- the, having camera. Warm. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really bad. So. That was a whole different level of, uh, you know, of creepiness. Big time. So, yeah. That so was he hell. more or less, yeah. he he more or less screwed it up for uh, survivors uh, since he was on there. Because, I don't know if they made room for it. They they it, look they look like, down upon that stuff now. Well, the only I think it was, the, was no fighting. You could not punch each other. Oh you yeah. Not, you could not physically I think, I think hit it, I think it was the unique season with how the weather played out. I think yeah. that played a huge part as to what happened, um, which is unfortunate. But I think I, I really think early in the season. It did play a big part of it. Yeah. I hate to, Jim, I hate to kill you here, buddy, but it's 1130 and I got to work tomorrow. Okay. Hey, we're glad, we're glad we had you. And, we are uh, happy to be. Man, you, you, you were fantastic. You, so good. And Connie, Thank you so much, Connie, you guys. Thank you, Connie. Guys. You too. Thanks Thank to both of you. Thank you, Connie. You too. Thanks, you guys were great, and and uh, we'll have you back again later on, maybe uh, while we're watching the Survivor season, and uh, you can tell us what you're thinking. You got it, my friend. Thanks, brother. Sounds good. Thanks for Thanks, being brother. on for two Besides plus hours. Stories were so interesting. I loved it. Thank you. Well, thanks for having so us. So good. Two plus hours. Thank you. The tribe has officially spoken. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See you later, guys. Thanks again. Good night. Thank hey, you. Have a good night. <laughs> oh, they were so good. That was awesome. Oh my God. I knew I knew they I knew they would be because I've known them since he was on the show. Uh, I talked to her throughout the whole season. Um, I knew they would be cool, and uh, like like I told my mod, um, they trying to get me and JJ to come and and go uh, deep sea fishing, but we ain't done it yet. So, oh, how fun! Um, yeah, oh, my God, they're so cool. They're so cool. They're good Oh, you people. guys would have a great time hanging out with them. Oh, my God, they're 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 just good people. They're just yeah, good people. Yeah, very much so. 
really so cool. That's something Great that job. you'll uh, want to do is deep sea pissing before you, uh, you know. Well, see, put I, that I, on, I, put, I, prob- put, I probably put that would, on your bucket list. Put that on your bucket. I would list. probably, I would probably suck so bad trying <laughs> to deep sea fish. I would probably suck so bad, and there would be so many pictures online making fun of me. <laughs> and it would but be yeah. JJ that would be taking the pictures and putting them online, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right because she wouldn't be doing it either, but she'd be exposing she, me. She'd just be sitting back taking pictures of you and saying, yeah, exactly, putting them online exactly. and saying, "This is Jim. Look at Jim yeah, screwing exactly. up." But yeah. But yeah, uh, Paul and Connie, <laughs> I knew they would be great. I knew they'd be great. We'd hear yeah. some behind-the-scenes stuff from Connie, and I knew Paul was very open, and he would not hold anything back, and he didn't. He told mm-hmm. everybody how it was. It's just crazy what yeah. they go through, Jim. That's nice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they man. were great tonight. You're actually, right. And actually, they uh, they gave us quite a few uh, quite a few interesting insights as well. Uh, you know, not ju- not just throughout the whole the whole cyclone uh, business, but also uh, you know the the pre uh, the preseason but, uh, when he's going through the whole entire process. You know, yeah, we've, exactly. we've heard from yeah. previous survivors. We've heard from previous survivors about certain things, but he broke it down bit by bit by bit. I never it heard was... about the process like that before. That was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad that that fans get to hear that. I'm glad they get to hear all that stuff. Um. Because I mean. You know, I mean, these are friends of mine. That's why they're that's why they're doing the pod um, because they're friends. And uh, when they tell you stuff like that, it's it's golden. I yeah, mean, it's so interesting. Yeah, so listen cool. to it and believe it. I mean, it's oh hell that's yeah. What that's what they that's what happened. I sure as hell wouldn't want to go out there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So That's a lot. And even and what Connie went through, to have to go through all of that those series of freaking shots for nothing. And that's right. bullshit. Right. Well, how do you know it's for nothing? Because you don't know if you're going to be you know, you might be going out on the uh, family visit, and to go out there, you need those uh, shots, and I'm sure you have to have those shots, like about uh, you know at least two three weeks before you even go out. So you know you gotta you gotta take them if you want to go out. So. And then next thing you know, you get a call and say, "Well, you're, you know, we don't really need well, you." So, 
thing thing is thing is we we're talking survivor right right so um I mean I thought I thought Paul and uh his wife both did a great job tonight. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. And I and I thought Paul um provided some info that a lot of fans may not have known. I didn't. Yeah. For me, I didn't at all, Jim, so it was really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, kudos to him and her. And, uh, I thought it was, that's, that's why I like booking guests like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you can go out and you can say, oh, well, let's try to get Rob. Let's try to get Barbity. Let's try to get Sam. No. They done told everybody everything all over the internet what they want to mm-hmm. tell. Right. Let's even on TV. To, uh, even on TV. Let's go to other people. Let's go to other people that may have things to say. Yeah. That you don't expect. And how yeah, about real people other just like us, Jim? You know? Exactly. That's Kansas. the way I see it. Exactly, Kansas. That's where I want to go. I want to go to people that's going to just be real and tell us yep. the truth. What happened? So, and I think we got that. We got that with Paul and Connie. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't. I you know. Uh, Especially, uh, you know, maybe some some people may look at, you know, uh, early early booths and think, well, they you know they uh, they don't know any anything more than than those who progress further in the game. But yet, you take a look you take a look at all the you take a listen to all the stuff that we learned tonight, and man, I mean. So, like I said, some of the stuff that we've been told from players who progressed further in the game, and we learned we learned quite a bit, uh, quite a bit tonight from uh, exactly Steve. from everything yeah. everything that Paul had uh, had dished out, and Connie too. <laughs> yeah. But so. wow, all the crap that he went through. That's crazy. Yeah, he had a he had he had a tough season. He had a tough That's season. That's scary crap, seriously what he went through. That's yeah. scary. I mean his whole body was yeah. shutting down. That's I mean that's nothing to scoff at. That's bad. Yeah. That's really dangerous. Survivor's no joke. I mean, you could die out there. No. You really could. That that's the thing about it, Kansas. You know, when they start mixing these shows or doing this or that, they do the challenge. They do all this. 
people that's been on Survivor, they know how real it can be. They know how hard it can be. So they're not scared of going on a show called The Challenge because they've already had it hard. Yeah. It'll be yeah, harder for why, bigger other the, people. And you'll see TK, that. Uh, you'll and, see. You'll see it play out with with the male and female that wins. You'll see it play out. Survivor will rule. Yeah, it's 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 just like what uh, what CJ Lappin said in the interviews that uh, Big Brother Big Brother has it made like literally all you do is just all they do is just sit around at a house all day uh, and yeah. lay, mm-hmm. lay down and and whatnot. Survivor they're literally out there. Kansas Aven released an interview today from Xavier, the guy that won Big Brother. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how the biggest threats were the Survivor players. I'm not surprised. Not at all. <laughs> now, Jim, what about this new show? It's going to be on Snake in the Grass. They're saying this yeah, is going to be far better than Challenge yeah, and Ste- anything Stephanie, else. Stephanie and three, Janelle and Rachel. Yes. Yeah. I knew They're it was saying coming this is because be fantastic. I, I knew it was co- I knew it was coming because I I'm friends with Stephanie. I've been friends with Stephanie for forever. Um. So I knew it was coming, but I don't know. I don't know and how Survivor it's going to play alumni. Out. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is going to be, and for people that don't know, it's going to be on the USA channel starting August 1st. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch oh, it because to. of, I'll watch it because of Steph, because we're <laughs> friends. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. I've heard some good things about it, Jim. People are raving. They're saying it's going to be far better than the challenge. So we'll see. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Wow. Because Janelle wow. kept it hush-hush. She never brought it up, you know, on her YouTube well, um, podcast show. Never. Wow. Yeah, but I saw it, I saw it a couple of um, weeks ago. I was... What was I looking at? She had... Some, uh, one of her profiles. Anyway, I looked at it and she was talking about um, how to get on a reality show or something like that. <clears throat> and she had said, I was on, you know, Big Brother, blah, 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 and I'm going to be on a new adventure. Remember, Steve, I even asked you, what's this new adventure about? So she was saying, yeah, a new adventure that's coming in the fall or or coming soon or something like that. So I knew she had something going, but she didn't give any details. Uh, 
I know I it guess, sounds really good. I'm excited about it. I guess I guess mm-hmm. I should contact Steph and ask her what happened. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's good people on it. It sounds so good. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I knew uh, it did not surprise me at all when it was Steph and three. Because they were so tight. Oh, I love that. Um, oh amazing. my God, they were so tight when the whole I love Parvati, They were so tight when the whole Parvati cheated came out because Parvati knew the casting director and she told her who Russell was. And Parvati visited on location. And then the next season, of course, Parvati does what she does. Um, Stephanie. I haven't seen her in years. I'm so excited to see Stephanie. Stephanie, Marie, Stephanie, Sari, Tom Westman. And Rupert were all pissed off about that. How about Yule's going to be on, and Earl and Malcolm? They're all they're all on this show too, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So so excited. I'm. I'll. I'll be glad to see Steph because I. Hadn't seen her doing so anything long. in a while. It's been forever since we've seen her. Yeah. I'll be glad to see Steph. You know she's like one of my favorites. Yeah, mine too. Well. I love her. You too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it cool? But I also, she, she, but I also she, think it's going to be interesting she, to see she's, Janelle and she's one of my, Rachel too. She's one of my original friends from the show. That's awesome. Way back. <laughs> yeah, way back. Way back. Yeah. Way back. Long time ago. <laughs> Her and Coach Wade, Dara, Jan- Dara Johnson, they were way back. <laughs> Jim, any ideas about I uh, used, about I used week? to talk. This is... This is this is how far back it goes with with Steph. Um, I used to talk with her on the day she got booted. They would fly her to New York to do the early morning show because she was the booted contestant. And... I would be looking around for interviews, comments, whatever, and send them to her while she was on the plane flying there so she could read it. That's how uh, Steph and I were back, back then when she was playing. Trish Haggerty, the survivor, also is going to be on. 
I had I had heard about Trish. I didn't I didn't hear about Yule and uh, and Earl though. Yeah, Yule, Yule Kwan, Earl yeah. Cole, Malcolm Freeberg. Looked, yep, they're all on. I think I probably yeah, I think I probably yeah, looked at the wrong. They're on. Uh, yeah, I might they're have looked at the wrong uh, press release. I think. Yeah, I'm, they're on. I'm own. so excited. This sounds really good. Yeah, they're on. So. We got we got the snake. We got the challenge. Yep. We got Big Brother, and we got which, by the way, the cast. We got I'm our nervous classic, about Big Brother, y'all. We got I our hope classic we don't get pod. We got a whole lot going on. Very nervous about Big Brother. I have more excitement for Snake in the Grass and the challenge right now than Big Brother. Yeah. I've got like a well, they're they're going to announce they're going to announce Big Brother cast Tuesday. Yeah, I'm On sure. Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be a bit behind. That means, I'm going to have to tell that you. Means Jojo, oh, I, I am too. I am too. That means JoJo will be on a podcast after that to <laughs> talk about the cast. That's yeah, so cool. I'm going to be. I'm going to be a little bit behind, guys. You're moving, so, aren't Tuesday. you, girlfriend? Yeah, we close tomorrow. But, oh, um, wow, do you? We, oh, that's so good. We close tomorrow. We're going to be moving a lot of little stuff over the weekend because we don't uh-huh. get our truck until Tuesday. But it's better I don't that way. To, you, can, you can start doing yeah. You can take less time and, you know, you don't have to have the movers do so much and you're able to yeah. go back and forth with smaller stuff. It's much easier yeah. that way. <laughs> but I can't lift anything. I can't Aww. lift anything, so I'm going to be doing all the supervising. Um, well, you're lucky. I busted well, my knee uh, when I was moving because I was with all these heavy boxes. I messed my knee up so well, bad. I had a procedure today to remove a skin cancer. Oh no! Oh, girlfriend. Yes. And how did that go? Me, how 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 did that go? Well, it went okay. I wasn't watching. I didn't. I had to turn away. I couldn't watch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but he, um, it's about a, an inch and a half, two inches long. That the incision is. Yeah, they have and to dig in there. Yep. Yeah, he thought he he thinks he got it all. He would be shocked if he didn't. But let me tell you, when he first looked at it, when I went to my first appointment, he didn't think it was cancer at all. That's and what happened goes, to me too, girlfriend. He goes, yep. He goes. He goes. Yep. We're gonna just have. We're just gonna do the biopsy for. Um, mm-hmm. Just to make sure, and it turned out to be cancer, and he was a little bit shook. So he started saying, "Okay, so I'm looking at this other place that we were looking at the last time." And I think maybe we ought to do a biopsy on that, too. So he did oh, a biopsy no. on the other spot, and then he froze another spot just in case. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he was pretty shook up that it was cancer because he really didn't think it was. That's the same thing that happened to me years ago, yep. It was just a little, like, yeah. purpley spot. And I knew something didn't look right. Mm-hmm. And they said the same thing. It was just a little tiny spot, and then, yep. And then, just like yeah. you, I have like an inch and a half incision too. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I can't lift anything over eight pounds. So 
Yeah, exactly. So my husband, my husband and my son will be doing a lot of the There you go, girlfriend. Let him do it. I'm trying to talk him into letting me put on the neighborhood page requiring or trying to hire a couple of high school kids to come and help with the heavy stuff. So. And moving's um, not fun. It's it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but you'll yeah. be glad when it's all over with. You'll just be able to say thank I goodness. Wish, okay, I we're we're home already, now. Yeah. I wish it was already over. It's like I hear you. I understand. Ours was seven years between, ago, so it's still very clear in my mind. Yeah. Just get so your between, just get then, your camera out. Just get your camera out and uh, videotape. Uh, you know. You uh, barking all these uh, orders, and then uh, download it onto uh, Facebook, and then we can see, you know, how you uh, did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, but girl, it's yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so sure she wants. Not so sure she's in the mood to be barking out orders. <laughs> well, I'll be supervising a little bit. I think she's just in the mood to let people know what's going on. She'll just be sitting in the lawn chair drinking her drinks. No, because yeah. she's going to have to tell them, okay, this box goes in this room, this box yeah, goes say, there. That, that's not yeah, so mean, trying. Well... Let me tell you, I was very good about um, marking all the boxes and where they go. Yep, so me too. Yep. <laughs> you just have to read. And then, um, but I still have, I've got pretty much everything packed, except for, um, well, there's, I, my pantry needs to be packed. I'm almost all the way done. It's just a few things that I didn't get to. And um, so they'll be finishing up the packing, which only will take them a couple hours, a couple hours top. Well, and chances then, are you're going to be walking through the house after you think you're all done and you're going to find other little things. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot that. That always happens. Yeah. You always got to do your, fun, yeah. you know, one or two final walkthroughs and just make sure we didn't leave anything behind. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, so I'm going to try my best, especially <laughs> especially um, later in the evenings and early in the mornings to catch up on TV stuff. You know, the day is pretty much you know the the cable guys coming on Wednesday. The oh my god, oh that stuff, yeah. Now, how far of the yeah. drive is it from your house now to your new home? It's about um, 25 minutes. Well, that's, about that's, a I mean, it's, it's a little, but that's not too bad. You still, you no, know, you're uh-uh. still able to go back and forth and, mm-hmm. you know, get a lot of small stuff back and forth. Yeah, it just adds 25 minutes onto our... It's, it's doable that we were like 15, we're about fifteen twenty minutes away from our old home, so it's doable. You'll be yeah. able to do that. We figured though we are getting a lot more house for the money where we're going, yeah. and so the extra drive is kind of worth it. 
for them to get to work. But, anyway. Is Anywho. Teresa still on, you guys? No. She dropped off. No, off. she dropped off. Is, is her, does anybody know her husband okay? Um, you know, Who, she not uh, that much about. Because she came on, so I'm guessing everything's good now, I'm hoping. That he's home and do you know he him? is home okay that's good that's good yeah he is home he is I'm home. glad he to came hear home that last week I believe good that's home. good Monday I've been Tuesday, thinking about think her he went home. yeah oh, I'm glad to hear that mm-hmm. but she really hasn't said anything well not that I've seen but I haven't been on Facebook as much as I usually am. So. But she sounded in good spirits tonight, so mm-hmm. I, I was just, you know, I had that good, I had those good hopes that everything was going well with her. But I'm glad he's yeah. home now. He's out of the hospital. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. By the way, Kansas, it sounds like, too, that not only are, uh, is the cast going to be released on uh Tuesday, but also the uh, house photos and everything. So they're basically they're basically going to do just one gigantic dump of information. Oh. It's, okay. it's like they, yeah, they, it starts, only, they only care. They, yeah, they only care Brother about premieres the on now. Wednesday. BB premieres on Wednesday, and so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it's because for some reason I guess they only care about the challenge. So because it's you know the first time it's going to be on CBS, so they've they've spent basically the entire week uh, promoting the challenge on uh, even on Big Brother's own uh, social media accounts. Instead of promoting you know Big Brother, they instead have been promoting uh, the challenge, which. I mean, J- Jim and I talked about this earlier this week. Pretty much the most we're ever going to see out of the channel, I guarantee you it's probably not going to be good enough to, you know, to become a main thing on uh, on CBS. So it'll probably go to Paramount Plus after, uh, after this whole thing is said and done, uh-huh. more than likely. Yeah. Because I guess... I guess supposedly uh, the the two winners of of the U.S. version are going to meet up against the winners of the three other versions that they're doing. I think they're doing a U.K. version, an Argentinian version, and an Italian version, I think. I forget exactly. Uh, But they're basically, it's basically almost the Olympics, but for reality TV, essentially. Yeah. This is my understanding huh. of it. And the winners, so basically, basically all of the winners will face off in an abbreviated season uh, to, you know, determine who's the greatest reality show contestant of them all or something like that. <laughs> <coughs> At least... That's the that's the gist of of what I've gotten from it. So, 
No, honestly, yeah, I'm more. I'm looking forward more to um, the challenge than I am Big Brother. I hate to say that, and, but I really and, am. And, and on that challenge, it's going to be Sarah and Danny. So that's who you. That's who you need to be watching. Okay. Sarah, Lucina, and Danny Manning. That's your two sounds winners. Good. Okay, that sounds good. See, isn't it nice, Sean? Both, you don't have to hide anything both, from me. You can spoil away and no problems. Both from Survivor. <laughs> they both come from Survivor. So. Good for them. That's cool. Good for them. And that's good for Danny with mm-hmm. how he, you know, he got edited on Survivor. It's like, that's cool. You know, we're get, we're going to get to see Danny yep. get there to the end. That's cool. That's good. It is. That's awesome. And with Sarah, well, you're not surprised. I mean, no, if not Sarah at all. gets there, you're, no, hell, you're not surprised. You're thinking, Mm-mm. well, that's Sarah. That's what she does. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I prob- I'm sure I'm going to be rooting for her to win. I think what helps Danny, too, is the fact that he's an ex-NFL player. And normally the challenge, you know, they like to get the perspective of athletes that may appear on the show. So uh, I think that's part of the reason why you're, you're uh, apart from him, you know, winning the season, you're probably going to see uh, him get a majority of the, uh, you know, a majority of the stuff, of the uh, interviews. Is it bedtime? Yeah. Is that your kitty? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. My, maybe. He's up in my face again. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> You sound so adorable, Melissa. <laughs> She's a mess. You know, Jim. If anything, I'll say that's the one. That's the one thing that the challenge has done better than Survivor is that they know how to. The editors know how to put together a specific story for a winner, or for uh, you know for contestants who go far as opposed to Survivor, where you have, like, you have people like, say, Troyzan, for example, who came in third place uh, on his second season, and it was all, the edit was almost like he was barely even there. What? But the thing is, the thing is, Steve, they don't know how you just need to, lay down. to keep it a secret. Right. Yeah, that's that's the that's the thing uh, that the challenge definitely has going against it is the fact that <coughs> uh, actually there there's somebody who actually spoils it as the result. You know, uh, they get the results as they happen. So, like, literally, when somebody gets eliminated, this this certain person is the first person to find out. So, it's... Yeah. It, you know, they have... Uh, they're not really airtight when it comes to spoilers, uh, but, like, ob- obviously, nobody knows how a certain person's going to get edited. 
you know, on the show. Lay down, baby. But, you know, just like you talked about uh, earlier this week, Lay down. I, I, I would be very surprised if uh, if this lasts on CBS beyond one season. Because mm. I don't think we're going to have the viewership. I don't think I don't That's, think we're going to have the viewership. So? Uh, no. I mean, I mean like, uh, granted, this is completely different. Uh, you know, the, uh, this example I'm going to provide is completely different. Um, when they, you know, people love like the Batman uh, movies and the Superman and whatnot. Uh, CBS, if they attempted to capitalize on that whole trade, and they brought the show Supergirl to uh, CBS before it eventually went to the CW network. Uh, the first season was on CBS, and it got a very mediocre rating. Like, I'm talking challenge-level rating. After they, you know, they publicized it, you know, gave it the whole press, press and everything like they're doing with the challenge right now. Uh, and yet, nobody was really interested in it. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe perhaps the challenge may go down a certain, the, the, the same exact route here. I mean, yeah, there's former Survivor contestants that they draw their amazing race. And yeah, I would doubt that. Ooh, there's so many violence. favorites of you know, um, fans. Naked and afraid, I could care less about any of them. I don't know any of them from Adam, truthfully. So. Yeah, but but at the same time, though, I'm kind of wondering if maybe perhaps CBS is thinking they're going to get a certain fan base when really they probably might not get that fan base for this series. That could happen. It's been so long since some of them have played. Or it could, you know, it could be true that, you know, Survivor fans, they want to see Survivors playing Survivors, not playing right. the challenge, yeah. you know. So that may tune some people out from it. I mean, yeah, we'll probably get the MTV crowd uh, for the challenge, which is... Honestly, not even, it's like a, it's like a, a fraction of what CBS would get for a Survivor season or a Big Brother season. Well, Steve, uh, how well did really Amazing Race good. do when they had the, um, the, you know, the other players coming? How well did those seasons do? Because I thought it was pretty good. Uh, which season? When they came back, when we had Big Brother and survivor players, you know, when they did the you know, when they when they did the amazing race. Because that's the only ones that I watch. I'm not an amazing race fan, but I watch that because of them. So how well did that do when they brought the players back for that? <laughs> uh, you know, that I do not know. I'm gonna have to take a That's a good question. Do you do you remember how long it was? Uh how long ago that was? When they were, about four years ago, was it? Three, four years ago? 
Hang on. That was the one that Colin and Christy were on, right? When we had Janelle yeah, was, and yeah. um, Brittany. Yeah. Uh, let me see. They got about they got about similar to Big Brother, so about five to four, four to five million viewers, basically. That's not bad. But every week it went down, though. So for the mo- for the most part, every week it went down. Uh, like the highest amount of viewers they got that season was five five point seven million, and the final episode was three point eight million. So. Wow! Really? Yeah. Needless to say, once certain people were eliminated, uh, a good portion of the audience tuned out. And And you could be right on the challenge, Steve. You could be very right. Potentially. But anyway, we've got about three minutes left on our slave. Thanks thanks to everyone who called in, everyone who was here tonight for Paul and Connie. It was a great show. Um, they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got other great things coming up, so just stay tuned. Thank you, Jim. It was so good. And great. Yeah, have a great move, Melissa. I hope everything goes well for you. I'll be thinking of you, girlfriend. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great yep. week, everybody. Happy Fourth of July. Good. Yep. Yep. Happy Fourth of, of July. And a reminder for any uh, for any sports fans, uh, tune in Saturday night. Which, oh boy, do we have a lot to cover on Sports Whispers Weekly this week. Uh, well, yeah, speaking of, go, go Avalanche. Woo, woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Avalanche winning the, uh, winning the family. Cup. Congratulations. That's awesome. My hubby yeah. was very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been, what, 20-some years when they last won? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Good yeah, for them. Good longer. for your team. That's cool. Yeah, it, it was uh, definitely very shocking, considering they beat basically, well, they basically beat the Golden State Warriors of uh, of hockey, essentially. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very surprising to some people. But um, anyway. Yeah, that is going to be it for uh, for tonight's show. Uh, Jim just uh, just dropped off. So, uh, if you guys haven't done so yet, subscribe to the Missy AE podcast by going to blogtalkradio.com slash Missy AE. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or on iHeartRadio by searching Missy AE. And you'll get access to not just tonight's interview, but also a whole bunch of others that we've done in the past. And ones that we have planned upcoming. So everybody have a great 4th of July weekend. 
and we will see you guys uh, sometime next week. Yep. Yep. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.